Welcome to the Truckers Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Fings. All right, man. It's the end of the year, man. This is the last podcast of the year, uh, episode 92. And uh, for all of you guys that have been listening all year, we appreciate you. Um, we hope that all of your, you know, you, you, you continue to speak these um, positive things uh, into your life going mm-hmm. into 20. And uh, with that said, I will go straight into the first topic. And that is uh, what what we are most proud of um, and what's our long term plan. I'll start with mm-hmm. myself. Um, what I'm most proud of is that we were able to um, be consistent over a year span. Now, we've been doing this over a year. We've been dropping content every week for that whole time. Um, but I'm proud of the fact that it's starting to turn into a brand. We'll get more into that later. But um Growing a, a brand or a product or putting out content and doing it for that amount of time to where it becomes like it becomes this like a part of your existence. I'm a proud of that. I've never accomplished that in my life. So that's something I'm definitely proud of. I'm also proud that I became more financially literate in 2019. I learned a lot more about my bad spending habits. I'm not I'm not on top of the freaking mountain yet like not even close but i'm much better than what i was before i had no real concept of you know spending money and shit but i've gotten much better with that um i'm also glad that um you know i haven't gotten myself into any uh, it's kind of hard to explain like in regards to women i've just like shooed them away a lot faster like i don't try to prolong situations that may be toxic so I'm proud of myself and the fact that I haven't had any type of uh, bad decision making in regards to women. You know, that's important, especially going in the future. You know, you don't know where you're going to be. You can't have a woman fucking your shit up. Uh, We'll get more into that. (laughs) Uh, Go ahead, Keith. (laughs) Um, Yeah, definitely. I agree with you as far as the staying consistent. Um, you know, it's, it's very difficult to do some, anything for 52 weeks. And, you know, we were able to pretty much do that without any hiccups. So I'm I'm definitely, um, proud of that. Um, and as far as the, you know, the growth, the growth of everything too, you know, we were able to ramp it up this year as far as having more guests, you know what I mean? Right. Um, just, um, you know, at a certain point it felt like, the content we were it, it start <clears throat> excuse me it started to feel like sometimes the content we had with certain guests were better than our solo podcast right and uh i think we you know just through uh repetition and repetition we we were able to make some of our solo podcasts just as valuable and just as great as some of the podcasts that we had with the with our with our different with our different guests 100% so uh, that's one of the things we worked on and you know I'll piggyback on some of the stuff you said as far as you know just being um, more financially stable you know financially independent I think you know me and Eddie always have conversations about you know finances and, and money and and definitely um, the value of your credit score because you know so in, in our community a lot of times you know our parents and you know they don't necessarily set us up or tell us about credit scores. So when we become an adult, I remember um, when I was turning 18 or whatever, I I had applied for, 
I forget what it was, but it was something that you can apply for online. And I definitely got denied because I didn't even have a credit history. And I didn't, it was, it was a long time before I knew that applying for these certain loans and these certain things, um, I think it was a student loan, actually. I didn't even know, you know, those knock your credit score down. So I was applying for multiple, multiple things. And before you know what, my, my credit score, I went down, you know, dang, I don't know how many points, but you know, all those things were, were starting to add up. And and now I understand now I don't apply for, you know, for anything unless exactly. it's almost a sure shot that I'll get it. Right. Um, you know, here and I get denied here and there on certain things, but you know, for the most part, if I am going to apply for it, I know that I'm, that I'm going to get it. Right. And, um, you know, definitely my credit score has gone up you know, a great deal. It was, it was interesting. Um, I was watching one of uh, Kevin Edwards videos the other day and he was talking about, he has this new channel and he, he was talking about, um, it's, it's a lot more, uh, business savvy as far as like promoting financial literacy. And, you know, one of the videos he had was how much it costs to, to, to get a lamp, to buy a Lambo as far as like the insurance, the, the maintenance, all the stuff that goes along with it. And one of the things he was, he was mentioning like credit scores, and um, you would think to to get a Lambo, you got to be, you know, the one top one percent as far as like your uh, your your credit score and the money you put down and stuff like that. But he was just saying, like, um, I think he was saying you you could probably get one with the with the moderate six hundred credit score, like credit score in like the six fifties or something. He was saying that the the score does. Um, affect how much money you're going to have to put down, right? But you don't need like the 800 or whatever. So that was that was kind of shocking to me. Yeah. But um, also, you know, just knowing where my credit score has come from and knowing, you know, the capabilities you have with a with a good credit score or even a you know okay credit score, right? Um, is 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 a is a good thing to you know look forward to and also you know for our listeners too. If you if you do have bad credit, just you know check out the actual things that are affecting your credit and, right. you know, do things to help build it, you know, get, get a secure credit card or, you know, get a, um, a loan against yourself or whatever, something that's secured in order to, you know, constantly keep building that. Because at the end of the day, the reason why a lot of people have, um, or, you know, people, certain people have a lot of possessions is because they have a good credit score. True. You know, no one's paying, not no one, but you know, most for the most part, people aren't paying cash outright for a lot of these things. They're not driving, no. you know, Mercedes Benz, Mercedes Benz is off the lot, you know, paying fifty thousand dollars or sixty thousand dollars, you know, straight cash. It's yeah. usually broken up into monthly payments, and that's why they're able to afford these luxurious things. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Go ahead. No, yeah, yeah, but you'll be able to get even more <laughs> if you have a paper trail. So yeah, I remember there was a uh, uh, some rappers back in the day be like, you know. Pay cash, don't make payments, and yeah. I'm just like, bro, this is stupid. This is just dumb. You got to have a paper trail. You got to have um, credit to get a lot of shit. But exactly. honestly, I was I was actually on um, a website the other day. This God honest truth, and I was looking at Lamborghinis, not because I wanted one, because I was just trying to see the price, you know. And it wasn't as bad. They had a Lamborghini Gallardo. It was ninety four thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Like that's not that much money in the yeah. grand scheme of it all. It's not. Lamborghini Gallardo, they had one that was like a 05, and then one was like a 14, and it was for like 98,000. It was one for like 110. Uh huh. And you think like, you know, that's a lot of money, but at the end of the day, that's not a far cry. Like, it's not, it's not like, oh, that's so much. Like, the money that I plan on making, I'll be able to have a Lambo or whatever I want, but that's, that's not, my goal is not to have a Lambo. My goal is to be financially secure and free. 
Mm-hmm. Right. That's one of my long term plans. We're talking about what we're proud of now and the long term. The, yeah. lo- the long term is not only um, to do what I love and get paid for, but it's also um, to have the number one listened to podcast in America. And it may seem like a far cry, but in order for you to to succeed, you got to be a little bit crazy. You have to speak these things out into the world, because if you don't, who the fuck else is going to believe it? Yeah. You know, Kevin, uh, Kevin Hart, I was watching a documentary and his brother was like, people that don't have any concept of what a comedy is, they'll say things like when you say you want to be a comedian, they'll be like, you ain't no Eddie Murphy. You ain't no someone. So they don't see it because that's Mm -hmm. the only ideas they have of a comedian. But when you keep on putting in the groundwork and you start going up the ladder, then they just like, oh, my God, I can't believe you made it. Well, I had to believe in myself because you motherfuckers didn't believe in me. Mm hmm. You know, there's a lot of people that don't believe in what we're doing. I know I got family that's just like, oh, Eddie trying to be one of them media people, huh? Yeah, but when I when I start driving around in high-end vehicles, you're going to be like, wow, I can't believe he made it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and that's the goal, right? That's that's the goal is to attain what you've been working for and and sustain that. Yeah. That's my plan. That's the long-term plan. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of what I'm doing now. I, I can honestly say that. I'm not going into the new year drunk, you know, and celebrating something. If I wanted to go out and drink, I could because I actually deserve it. But how many people are going to go out uh, New Year's and get fucked up, get drunk, and you haven't done shit all year long? What exactly are you celebrating at this point? Yeah. Are you celebrating failure? Are you going to go into another year with this self-destructive behavior, being an alcoholic and motherfucking... Yeah. You know, being promiscuous and sucking and fucking everybody, <laughs> you know, getting pregnant for no reason. Shit. That's yeah. that's just we'll get into a little bit of that later, too. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's, that's my, crazy. That's the, my just. But yeah, um, to, you know, go along with that. I think, you know, as far as the podcast, um, we've mentioned it before, but definitely uh, tr- trying to figure out a way to get the visuals to accompany to accompany our um our audio content, of right. course, you know, and just doing doing different things um, to help promote the podcast as far as, you know, just doing little little outside things here and there, taking trips, you know, just doing um, different content that could accompany the, the podcast. Just trying to, I remember um, Charles Gambino, when he dropped his album because of the internet, he was going around on his, his press run and he was doing a lot of interviews. And one of the things that he said was um, that the, the album's, you know they don't last that long anymore like they people don't. people are listening to albums and then they're just you know pushing them aside looking for the next the next thing mm-hmm. and he said what he tried to do with his album was he tried to create a world around it so you know if if any of you are fans of of his work when his album came out he had a script to go along with it um he had a short film that came out you know shortly after that and um you know, just a just a bunch of little things here and there that went along with the album that, you know, ju- that just uh, like a fan of, you know, anybody could just dive into. Like, you know, you listen to the album, you're like, oh, this is dope, man. I wonder what else is going on. And then you look on the, the website and it has a, you know, a short film. And then you, you, you also could download the script that goes along with it. And, you know, you could talk about people about it, talk to people about it. And, you know, just kind of just building that world around it. So that's kind of what we want to do with the podcast. Just, you know, creating different content, creating different merchandise, just things that, 
you know, could uh, keep people engaged uh, 100%. Is, is what we want to do. <clears throat> and then on a personal level, you know, every most people know that I um, I make movies. So um, right now, my number one goal, I have to submit this script in hopefully by the um, the end of the year. But there's this thing called the blacklist. And the blacklist is a uh, it's a hub or a forum or I don't know what you would call it, but it's a, a place where people could submit their screenplays, and there are different producers and you know people in Hollywood that have an opportunity to score your script or give your script um, notes, I guess. And um, depending on the the score that you get, it goes up on a, a list and a bunch of different people can read it and um, different agents and, and, and different people um, hop on there and, you know, you just get different opportunities based on that. So um, I have a few days left before the end of the year. We're, we're recording this early on a Saturday, but I have a few days left before the end of the year and uh, I want to get that submitted and then hopefully you know good things could come from it. it it the 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 blacklist thing it's had some uh, pretty successful movies if um any of you have seen that movie queen and slim the uh that one was submitted to the blacklist um i can't think of any other movies right now that i know if um any of you watched will smith's career or you you're tuned in with you know different movies in production there was a movie called um King King Richard or something like that, uh-huh. which was based on um, Serena Williams and Venus Williams, their dad. It's a movie that uh, Will Smith is producing, and it's uh, I think it's a it's a biopic about their their dad. Um, so that movie was on there, and it's just a bunch of other movies um, that get made and produced based off of them submitting their scripts to this platform. So that's the one thing, and I, I feel like I've been I've been looking through and skimming through a lot of these films and screenplays and stuff. And I feel like um, my script is comparable to a lot of the ones that are on there. So uh, that's my most immediate goal. So we'll see how that goes. Well, I mean, you heard it from Keith. So uh, wish him luck on that. I have absolutely no fucking idea what he was talking about, (laughs) but I'm sure that um, he'll submit it. And um, I'm, hoping for the best in regards yeah. to them getting back to him yeah um, man it's pretty my solid pussy, on his work my pussy ray gonna go through the roof if i get my if you get that script you gonna man you're not gonna be able to put some pants on they gonna get your pants on. <laughs> <laughs> hey they used to have this thing i was just a little horny kid but they used to have this thing on it had to be the sci-fi channel or some crazy it was called uh pants off dance off Oh, I never seen it. Yeah, I never heard of it though. It was just a, it was it didn't make any it it wasn't the show didn't make any sense at all. But it was just a show where music would come on and then there was girls that would just be dancing and then as as the, as the movie goes, I mean as a, the song goes on, they're just dancing and slowly but surely pulling out more articles of clothing. Wow! And then by the end of it, they're pretty much naked. Obviously, it's blurred out because it's you know yeah. cable TV, but yeah, you know it was just like. I was like, well, you had that, but I had the 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 Spanish channel back in the day. <laughs> the dude, the fucking uh, Telemundo was just crazy back in the day. These chicks were running around with G strings on, with their tits out, and the, yeah. the, the titties just had like little stars on them. Yeah, and I, the, like that was like softcore. Like before Instagram models and shit, the Spanish channel was lit, bro. Like it yeah. was titties and ass all over that shit. 
And I was a little kid, like, oh my God, you know, mm. like, what is this? And then would be hilarious if you come home early or something, and then you'll watch like your uncle or you'll bust your uncle or your like your dad or somebody watching the Spanish. Yeah, channel. and then they try to change the channel. It was like, nigga, I seen you watching that. Yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. Or they try to front like they were watching it for a real purpose outside of yeah, seeing some titties. Yeah, you know, titties. goddamn well, you don't know no Spanish. You yeah. just looking at all that ass on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, oh, me ni por pregunta. <laughs> you watching that shit that's funny yeah man uh switching gears um I, I was thinking about some shit and i know there's some shit i didn't make that didn't make the list that should mm-hmm. but things we should leave in 2019 and i'll go one by one and we'll elaborate on each one okay starting off with the popeye's chicken sandwich okay Leave that in 2019. And I know it may not make a lot of sense to people. They're like, what well, it tastes good and it's this and it's that. I'm saying leave it in 2019 because that chicken is attached to bad energy. Okay. <laughs> Motherfuckers got shot, stabbed, people, yeah. beat up, waited in line forever. People wrecking their cars over a chicken sandwich. That's and, crazy. And the sad thing about it, it wasn't so much the, the sandwich itself. It was the pandemonium that surrounded the sandwich. <laughs> yeah. So, they need to get that motherfucker out of here. We don't need something like that going on in this next decade. Yeah, I, know. I've only had. Uh, I got a the first <clears throat> Popeyes one I had was the day before. It was like the twenty second, mm-hmm. something like that. So it's like you know, I I avoided all the pandemonium. I still got to eat the sandwich. I didn't die. I didn't <clears throat> get shot in line. I didn't you know get no car accident trying to get get uh in the drive through or anything and you know it still tastes the same so i think what 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 is the the most sad part about it is the fact that keith could just easily access a chicken sandwich that's the saddest thing about it mm-hmm. the same the same sounds that people were getting stabbed and beat up over keith walked right into popeye's bar <laughs> This this is just a, it's a sign of the times man you gotta be stop being so fucking stupid yeah like dude like it get like there's going to be another item. I don't know what it is. And, and the other companies are trying to find an item comparable to that because they love it. They don't care how many people get shot. They don't care how many people get stabbed or beat up or jumped. They, they're like, they're going to come out with a fucking 10-foot taco from Taco Bell. Like, yeah. try our new monster tacos. The only taco that's one foot long. You know, right? yeah. And everybody's going to be getting stabbed and beat up for a goddamn taco. Yeah. So the companies love it, man. They love yeah, this. Yeah, they love this. Yeah, they love the negative energy. They get. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just like when Michael Jordan was, you know, people were getting shot. They still getting shot over shoes, but yeah, when people were getting shot over shoes when he was still actively playing. Yeah, and uh, Michael Jordan didn't really say much about it. He's minding his business. I mean, what the fuck is Jordan gonna say? How would you feel? You know, um, it, it, in that position, it's kind of tough though. Like Popeyes didn't denounce anything. They didn't say we don't. We don't. You know. We don't appreciate people stabbing and being violent over our chicken sandwiches. Popeye's chicken is like the it's like the South Side of Chicago version of fast food. Oh God! You know, what I'm <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And motherfucking and um, what's it? Uh, what's the other one? Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. Chick Fil A is like the the it's like the suburbs uh, gated community version <laughs> of fast food. 
Yeah. These is two different places. Popeyes want all the smoke, man. They was on Twitter talking about like, yeah, we open on Sundays. And, <laughs> and it's like, man, y'all both killing people, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Popeyes chicken and Chick-fil-A didn't kill more people than gang violence, man. <laughs> <laughs> people sucking dick for chi- chicken sandwiches now, man. Come on. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, that's insane, man. So we gotta leave that shit at leave that shit in twenty nineteen. That's mm-hmm. bad energy, in my opinion. Yeah. What's next? All right. Uh, next is hypersensitivity or, or uh, cancel culture mm-hmm. um, slash using a person's past against them. Yeah. Um, the reason why this came about, we've mentioned this briefly on the podcast, but um, I was looking at this. Uh, it's a documentary slash series on Netflix with Kevin Hart. And I looked at how Kevin Hart had to approach that situation where he cracked the joke about how if his son was gay, he would break some break a toy over his head or some shit and tell him, stop that. That's gay. Right. And people and I don't care who it is, the gay community, whoever it was, I don't care if he was black, whatever. I've seen a bunch of black people come at somebody uh, for something that I didn't feel was like it it wasn't that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. And not to mention you know, you coming at somebody that's a comedian. You have to put things in perspective before you jump out the window. And you seen the dude, I think it's Don Lemon. Don Lemon was like, Kevin, give me a call. We need to talk. And it's like, it's biased because you gay, bro. Like, you gay and you telling you telling him to call you. Like, like you going to fix some shit. When all you doing is talking bad about a tweet from fucking 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. 10 years. I'm 34. At 24, I was doing dumb shit. Okay, dumb things I would never do now. And if you're going to hold me accountable from back when I was 24, then fuck you. You could go back when you was 24 and see how the fuck you was acting. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm sure it's probably some white dude that listened to the podcast. And 10 years ago, he's probably saying the N word. And now he don't say it. Mm-hmm. I don't hold him accountable for 10 years ago when he was a kid. If he was racist, you could change your ways. I think a lot of times people don't want you to change so they could fucking complain about you. Yeah. Like, yeah, he was homophobic 10 years ago, but he's changed since then. I don't, doesn't matter if he changed, but 10 years ago, he wasn't that way. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Like, hold yourself accountable. Gay, straight, black, white, whoever the fuck you are, go back 10 years and see how mature you were back then. Yeah. I think the council culture is, is stupid. I, I, I do believe that, you know, people should be, um, <clears throat> We should, we should hold people accountable for what they're saying and doing. Right. But the whole idea of the cancel culture is just stupid. You know, if there's if there's a teachable moment where, you know, maybe I'm sure, well, Kevin Hart is obviously, you know, he's a changed person. But excuse me, if, if there was an instance where Kevin Hart, you know, says something homophobic and right. someone from that commun- community uh, approached him and addressed it and, you know, taught him you know, a lesson that he could, you know, right. use in the future and whatnot, then that's cool. But, you know, what what a lot of people are are doing nowadays is they're just trying to, you know, um remove right these people or excommunicate or whatever whatever the term is. They're trying to remove these people from society. And it's Stupid. like what where do you where do you expect these people to go? Like you want Kevin Hart to just, you yeah. know, sit in his house all day and, you know, never be able to, you know, see the light of day or you know, never be able to be on social media again. I don't, I don't know what they're expecting from these people. Yeah. And not to mention, they people are holding Kevin Hart to the highest standard. He's a comedian. He's a human being. And he made some mistakes. But yeah. everybody's made mistakes. Your favorite presidents have made mistakes. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Bill Clinton was getting pussy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Getting head. Motherfucking uh, George Bush. He was motherfucking uh, uh, the son. He was snorting coke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, giving alcohol to a minor. And then your president was grabbing pussy. And it goes on and on. Like, we're not human. We're not we're not perfect people. Yeah. And what's fucked up is is a lot of men get held accountable. But I guarantee you, you go back 10 years on a woman, and she was doing some wild shit, too. Mm-hmm. She's probably on Jerry Springer showing her titties for Jerry beads. Like, we don't know what the fuck, <laughs> yeah. the fuck she was doing. You know? So it, it's really annoying. Mm-hmm. It's annoying. And um, I also think that we have to look at the product. Like, we have to look at the product now. The genuine product of a person, not somebody that's trying to be PC and pander to white people, black people, whoever the fuck it is, and say, oh, they're good now. Mm-hmm. Look at how genuinely, how they've moved genuinely throughout society. And if you see that change, then why, what's the big deal? That's mm-hmm. my biggest problem. Um, yeah. Another thing, too, is you have to remember that we're, we're, we're simultaneously learning and unlearning things, mm-hmm. right? I'm unlearning things as we go. Like learning financial, uh, even learning uh, to be more financially literate, you have to unlearn the financial uh, problems of your past. Mm-hmm. You can't be just like, "Ooh, I got ninety bucks. Let me buy shoes." You know, "Oh, I got two thousand dollars. That means I could spend a thousand of it." Like shit, like that. Mm-hmm. You have to undo that. So you're learning and unlearning things, and those behaviors, it's gonna take time. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I remember uh, I was listening. It, I wasn't listening, but I was seeing that show, uh, the 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 Ball Family. Yeah, it's called Ball in the Family, right? Yeah. Well, um, the dad was dating the mom, and the parents didn't approve of it because he was black. But now they love him and their grandkids. Yeah. So should I look back into like the seventies or the eighties whenever they got together and said their fam their their grandparents are racist? No, I'm looking at today. They got a, a grandson in the NBA. And they got two other grandsons that are really good in basketball. Yeah. It's just people people need to stop this shit, man. They need to stop holding people accountable for something that happened so long ago. Yeah. I mean, unless it's a some unforgivable crime or whatever, then, right. you know, you got to let these people live. Let these people grow. Let these people learn. And because, um, like you said, if we start – Turning a mirror on everybody, then oh, it yeah. could get real ugly. Oh, it'd get real ugly. Everybody be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people is ugly too, so it'll get real, real ugly. Yep. Yeah. It'd be like somebody come forward like, Oprah touched my dick. <laughs> Man, I'm going to keep it real. If Oprah tried to suck my dick, I wouldn't tell nobody. <laughs> i like, Oprah, just die. as long as you keep doing it, I swear yeah. I won't say nothing. Oh, God. But you already started. So you, can't, <laughs> you can't stop now. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> you get a blowjob. You get a blowjob. You get a blowjob. You get a blowjob. But that'd be a fire uh a porno parody. What? Like a it just like a thick Oprah lookalike. Oh my god. And she just do her talk show and it's like a crazy orgy with a whole bunch of niggas in there. <laughs> Is that an Oprah Bloprah? <laughs> you get a blowjob. You get a blowjob. You get a blowjob. Now here's the fucked up part, right? You have to you, look. We've spoken many things into existence, and here's the fucked up part about what I just said. I'm completely joking, right? I never, I didn't preface that joke by saying, "Hey, I'm playing," because yeah. that's how jokes work. I don't, you don't say until you don't say you're playing until afterwards. But I am playing. <laughs> Four years, three years down the line, let's say me and Oprah are cool, and then they pull up some audio talking about, "Oh yeah, Oprah, give me a blowjob." Yeah. yeah. You also got to play the other audio where I said I was playing. 
Yeah. Okay. They're not going to do that, though. Yeah, they're not going to do that. Oprah just going to think that I want to give me a blowjob. <laughs> that ain't even the case, okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. You know, I was um, speaking of like those porno parodies. I was looking up George Lucas um, and mo- every for the fans out there. George Lucas is a guy that created Star Wars, mm-hmm. and he um, I seen that he executive produced a porno called Star Star Wars. Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't know. It's you know, it's the internet. Who knows if what's true and what's not? But wow. just seeing his name attached to something that's like a parody of his work. And wow. Also porn, I, was like, Damn, I mean, crazy. but he didn't know the trajectory of his career yet. He probably thought he was going down the hole. He didn't know. No, the first Star Wars movie was a hit. This came oh out after my the Star God. Wars. Movie. Yeah, I thought it was like a slow crawl. No, no. Right when the movie dropped, it was like. Star Horse. Dun 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 R two D two is like you want some pussy? What's that the the Wookie? You want some pussy? When he busts, he was like, that's funny. (laughs) What's the robot thing? I forgot the name of the robot guy. Um, It's C-3PO. Oh, okay. Yeah, C-3PO. He's the gold one. Yeah, Yeah, the gold one. He'd be like, he had that weird voice. Yeah, I forgot how his voice went. We need to go. uh, Something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. That's right. crazy. Switching yeah, gears. Good man. old Star Horse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Star Horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the name of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're on the same topic of things to leave in 2019. And another one on that list was twerking. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you might think that anybody listen to this, you know, you hear two straight heterosexual males saying that they don't care for twerking. Let me be very clear and state this. I don't care for it because... The internet is the internet in general is incredibly oversaturated with women shaking their asses, right? And it's just to me, it's to me, it's just it's it's classless, it's disgusting. Can yeah. you imagine if I start pulling my dick out through my sweats and start swinging it around? <laughs> you would call me a creep, right? You would call me a creep. But why is it socially acceptable for a woman to just be shaking her ass all over the place? Mm-hmm. I'm not attracted to women like that, personally. Mm-hmm. It's I think it's I think it's corny. Um, I think it's a misrepresentation of yourself. I don't judge a woman that's only like 23, 21 years old doing it because she like her brain is still developing. She thinks that's cool right now. But when she's in her 30s and she looks at videos of her shaking her ass and she's like, oh, God, they still have that up. Mm -hmm. Just the way your brain processes things as you get older is a lot different than when you're young. But if in your 30s and you're shaking your ass, there's no hope for you. Okay. Yeah, I think twerking should have died when... The kids start doing it. Right. Start seeing a little three-year-old. Oh, my God. On, on the videos, twerking. I was like, yes, this probably needs to go already. Yes. This should have been gone. Mm-hmm. And to add a little bit of perspective to it, if you're still like not sold, <clears throat> like, oh, twerking ain't bad. I could do what I want. I'm a grown woman. That's why when I, why I think it's, it's so many angles to it. One of them, I think it's important for men as men, whether it's brothers, uh, husbands, uncles, whoever we are. We should empower the women in our lives. Like if, if we have a daughter, especially, we should empower our daughter and support her and let, and make sure she understands what her value is so she don't got to go uh, on the Internet and twerk in front of a bunch of strangers for attention. Yeah. OK, there is no way, no way that I would like not so much allow it, 
because ultimately when your kids get of age, they're going to do what they want to do. But my daughter's going to understand her value and that she don't got to get up there and shake her ass. You, you know what? This is I don't know how to word it correctly, but this is just a thought. There's a lot of people. They support like sex workers. Right, right, as right. As far as like prostitution. Extremely or, left wing, extremely left wing people. Yeah, like strippers or whatever. <laughs> and then, um, but there's, there's, it's a bigger issue though. Right. Like people don't just get up on stage because they like to do it. Right. Oftentimes there is, there's something behind it as far as like, you know, maybe they didn't have. Um, a great relationship with their dad or whatever, right. or, you know, they didn't have enough male figures in their life. But, you know, we don't have to deep dive into this idea, but I just want those women to know that, you know, they're, cause they're, cause what I see oftentimes is there's girls with college degrees and great jobs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And they're supporting these, these, these people that right. are like doing these things, but right. they're not doing the, yeah. the, the deep dive into it, the psycho, the psychology behind it to let, right. you know, to 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 fix these issues you right. know they're just supporting um you know i guess the uh the coping mechanism for 100%. the lack of a father i guess right and you know this is what i don't what i have a problem with i have a problem with um um men being held accountable for things and women do something comparable to it and they're not held to the same standard if the goal is equality then we got to call everybody out on everything when you see a man being promiscuous trying to fuck Everybody put his dick in everything and then you'll hear a woman say he has a psychological problem like he has an insecurity issue or whatever. I agree with that, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, you need to understand that this girl over there that's shaking her ass and twerking on the Internet in front of a bunch of strangers. She has something psychologically off about her. Mm-hmm. What makes you feel if you're a person that has value? Why do you feel the need to get attention? Anytime you're pandering to anyone, your value is low. Bottom line. Mm-hmm. When you're pandering to anyone, your value is low. And any woman in my life that I can have direct effect on, it's my job as a man to let her know what her value is. Mm-hmm. Not like she, like I determine what her value is, but if it's a sister, an aunt, a cousin, my girlfriend, my wife, she's going to know how important she is to me, mm-hmm. right? But for some reason, it's just weird. Like you, you see these girls twerking and shaking ass, and I'm just like, yo, where are you going with this? Yeah. Like you, I mean, and I see it was a page. Actually, the homie sent me a link of a girl just twerking. And I it just did nothing to me. And I was just like, what's the yeah, point of this? why are you sending this to me? Why are you sending this to me? This is trash. We also have to leave the hyper-masculinity in 2019. Yeah. I was, I was just thinking about this before the podcast. Just, you know, so oftentimes you be with your boys and... um or you haven't talked to them in a minute, and the, the first thing that comes out of their the conversation is about a female, or you yeah, know, I was chilling with such and such last night, or oh, I yeah. just got I hit her. It, it, it's Stop just like that. Stop yeah, that. let's talk about you know building businesses and right. know, like striving for the future and stuff like that. Right. Like we don't. First of all, like I just don't really care where your dick has been. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, number two, don't kiss and tell, dude. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like if you're if whoever you're fucking, that's your business. I don't walk up to random people and tell them about a girl. Like, oh yeah, she's she, she get bomb head or I, I, I fucked her too. Yeah, I don't yeah. do that. That's corny, right? Yeah. And it's also disrespectful to the woman that she was messing with because now. Her business is in the street because your dumbass act like you ain't never got pussy before. And then now yeah. you're telling everybody. And now everybody thinks that girl is a hoe because the world is extremely one-sided. And if a girl fucks three guys, now she fucking everybody. 
Yeah. Which is is corny. That's why I don't I don't base my opinion on a girl being a hoe as important. If I think she like way too promiscuous, I'm not even gonna fuck her. You know, I have the option of not dealing with her, but I'm not gonna be like, man, she a hoe. Yeah. And then still fuck her. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're her equal then. If you oh she a hoe, she nasty, and you and you smash, then you a hoe then. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you are your decisions. Mm-hmm. So if you if you're a man and you say she a hoe and you still fuck her, or if you're a woman and you say he ain't shit, but you still deal with him, guess what? You ain't shit either. Yeah. <laughs> Corny, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. So um on the um, we kind of spun off the topic of twerking. <laughs> um I would say um if you want people to take you seriously, and it just if for some reason somebody listening to this, it'll come off as like this is extremely misogynistic. Two men telling women what they should do with their bodies. They need to shut up. They don't know what's going on. Oh, but if a woman says, I don't want no broke man, I don't want no scrub, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, a dude's fucking everybody. You're like, oh, he ain't shit. He, you know, he trash. Okay, that's fine. But when somebody calls women out for doing something stupid, now nah, I'm misogynistic. No, I'm a human being that has somewhat of standards. I mean, I'm not that picky, but. I can't fuck with the chick that's shaking her ass everywhere. Then I go out in public and they're like, hey, that's that girl with the big ass. You fucking her now, Eddie? Ah! Oh, you fucked her too? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, cool, man. <laughs> no, thanks. Yeah. Some people like that. Some people like this idea of yeah. having their girl, um, you know, be be out there on the internet with her, with her ass out and whatnot. Yeah. But this idea in their mind is that she's mine. Right. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Right, but see, that's extremely misogynistic. That's the top of the fucking top. Yeah. It because look, if you have a woman and she got her ass out and her titties all out and she's naked, you know what I'm saying? Camel toe all over the internet and shit. <laughs> and you like, yeah, that's mine. A woman is not your possession, buddy. Mm-hmm. A woman is your girlfriend or your wife or whoever she it's is. A partnership. It's a partnership. That's yeah. not. She's not your play toy. She's not your trophy. So. You are so insecure that you don't have enough value as a man that you have to use your girl to increase your value. You suck. Yeah. I know some dudes like that. It's like, bro, you need to enhance your value because you got your girl out here with her titties all out and all these dudes hitting on your girl if she ain't giving them no play, then that's getting you off. Mm -hmm. That's weird. That's weird. That's weird, bro. Yeah. I think um you know when it when it comes to like we we mentioned this the the psychology and stuff a, a, a few times during the course of this conversation right as far as the twerking and the 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 sex workers and stuff and um I think we have to I think what we're doing in society now is um giving these things a pass so yeah. we'll, we'll talk about mental health when it comes to anxiety and right. all this stuff but we won't talk about the mental health when it comes to certain things like that like exactly. relationships and you know just different trauma people have right. um associated to how they're living their their daily lives right you know because it's like okay you know this person is um bipolar and this person is has anxiety and all these things but we don't want to do the hopefully in 2020 we can we can really dive into it and really understand why people are doing these things true because right now it's like we're just giving these people a pass for for doing um things such as you know 
being sex workers and you know being bad relationship partners and stuff. Yeah, uh, but to piggyback on that, I don't think it's so much we're giving them a pass. What we do is we remove mental health away from these conversations. Yeah, yeah, that's where, what I mean. Where in actuality, what it is is financial literacy. Every dime you get, you spend it. You have a fi- you have a mental issue. Mm-hmm. Something mentally is um, you have a void, mm-hmm. or you have something that's that's not operating pr- uh, properly enough mentally to where you feel you need to spend every dollar you make. Yeah. Or in every relationship, you have an issue with accountability. That's also also mental. Yeah. Or if you're shaking your ass and doing things for attention, that's also mental. Yeah. Have you ever seen a person take a selfie on social media and they have like 150 selfies that look exactly the same from the same angle, from the same everything? And you're like, is something wrong with this person? Yeah. Searching for validation. You're searching for validation and you're trying your mm-hmm. best to get it. These are all things that should be in the mental uh, mental health conversation. Yeah. Stop. Uh-uh. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was thinking too, you know, what about those um, like semi-alcoholics? You know oh. what I mean? Not the ones that are like binge drinking every day. Right. But the ones that have this like routine. Mm-hmm. It's like every, you know, after they get off of work every Friday, they right. have this routine where they go out Friday, Saturday and recover on Sunday. Right. It's like, you know, the a lot of people aren't doing the the, the due diligence to, to understand why they're doing this. And, and it's fun. You know what I mean? Their Snapchat looks fun. Their Instagram story mm-hmm. looks fun. Um, but in reality, they, they're trying to cover up something or trying to drink away something. So, yeah, I just think what it is, is people, people don't realize, but, uh, habitually they, they do things that are, um, parallel with how they look at their life. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you feel like your life is pain, you start doing things that are self-destructive, like becoming an alcoholic mm-hmm. or um, once you get off of work, let's say you're not an alcoholic straight out, but when you get off of work, I got to go to the club. I need a drink. Anybody yeah. you ever heard say, I need a drink, they got a problem. <laughs> Bottom line, Keith, when yeah. have you ever heard me say, I need a drink? Never. Or yeah. at least not. Yeah, not in nah. years. <laughs> nah, I'll be like, I'm gonna grab a beer. But I never yeah. said I need a I need beer, a man. Drink. I need a drink bad, man. Yeah. I remember I had a roommate, he was like, Man, my kidneys he didn't say my kidney I forgot what he said. But his his kidneys started to like feel the need to for alcohol consumption. <laughs> like I yeah. forgot what verbiage he used, but he was just like, Yeah, it's time for it. Yeah. The sweet need, nectar. Yeah, he needs some fucking help. <laughs> yeah, he needs a psychiatrist. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> you don't need alcohol, you need help. Yeah. Your, your mm-hmm. kidneys need fucking help, man. Yeah, yeah. Drink, drink sure. some water, motherfucker. That's what your kidney's trying to tell you. Yeah. yeah your brain's sending the signal to your kidneys that, hey, tell this stupid motherfucker to drink some water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think, you know, as far as that, the um, so a lot of people don't associate addiction with some of their habits. Right. Right. So if it's, you know, when we think of alcoholics, we think of somebody that wakes up in the morning and you know drinks alcohol and you know drinks alcohol all day until they fall asleep but you can also be an alcoholic um uh like a less moderate one Mm -hmm. you know what i mean one that like i said one that goes out every friday saturday and then just continually you know keeping that same routine right you still have a form of alcoholism there too yeah and, and it's it's all mental stuff. It's all mental health. Every decision you make is pretty much mentally mental health related. Yeah. Even if the if a if a if a girl's a nympho, right, or a person's yeah. a nympho, they're not wanting to fuck all the time because they want to come, right? They're like, oh, I gotta come. It's not that. 
it's doing something for them um, mentally. Yeah. It's not so much that their body, because, you know, a normal girl, like, even if she has a high sex drive, you fuck her twice a day or you fuck her once a night or whatever the case. After a while, if you guys are together, you don't have sex as much, which is normal, even if you still have regular sex. But that's what normal people do. They just yeah. want to come and then be done. But anybody that's like, I need it all day. I need to fuck. I need to fuck. That's weird. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because you're not you're not doing it to get this this, I guess, sexual euphoric feeling or whatever. You're doing it because it's doing something for you mentally. Yeah. And it's almost like you're treating sex like cigarettes. <sighs> yes. You know, for every people say, um, yeah, I'm not that bad with cigarettes, but you smoke a whole pack. Yeah. When you're having a good day, you smoke. When you're having a bad day, you smoke. Yeah. When you're bored, you smoke. You've just adopted this behavior. Mm-hmm. And that's what some people do with um, when they're nymphomaniacs. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't have any That's desire a- to have a nymphomaniac, dude. I'm 34. I can only, I can only handle. I don't, I don't care about a three way. None of that. Yeah. All I need is one pussy. I do not need. <laughs> I don't need three. You know? <laughs> yeah. I think part of that is, you know, I think the, I think people in general um, hack a lack, have a lack of understanding of real definitions. Right. You know what I mean. So they in the way we generally learn things is through conversation and through, you know, growing up the older people around us that were speaking English. And then we learned how to use words based Mm -hmm. on that. So a lot of the, the, the terms we, we grow up and use are based on the way that, or the context that these people were using them. Right. So as far as the addictions go, you know, addiction was always associated with drugs probably right you know when in reality you can be addicted to um like you said sex you could be addicted to you know whatever would i don't know coffee you could be addicted to you know you could be addicted to sex or you could be addicted to like the actual ejaculation part of the sex or you know so there's multiple multiple things cigarettes um love we talked about yeah, you know we had addiction. that we had that thing uh that that subject we talked about so oh, yeah there's a bunch of things out there and i think it's it's just important you know we we bring this up to say it's important to be self-aware enough to to understand yourself you know right. what i mean you got to look yourself in the mirror and understand and, and and check these things because you know it may seem harmless now but you know being addicted to anything it's not good at all. Nah. Yeah. Uh, I won't say anything. I think if, if I think you, you can't really look at success as an addiction. I don't really believe that. I think I, I think it has a lot to do with where you want to go. But who knows? I think that there's there's a such thing as a healthy addiction. I guess uh, working out is a healthy addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to say everything, but mm-hmm. there are bad addictions. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Alcohol is one of them. Mm-hmm. But yeah. All right. The next one, it's things to leave in 2019, and that's um, having sex without condoms <laughs> or slash promiscuity. Um, what people need to understand is this: um, that pulling out shit don't work. Like the reason why I could sit here and say I don't have kids is because I use condoms. I was too afraid, you know, looking at friends, people having kids, and not being ready to be parents, and all of this shit. And what people don't realize is you can have sex and not get pregnant. That's, I mean, or not be a father, you know, and it's nothing wrong with that. And people look at me like, man, you ain't got no kids, man. How do you, what's going on, man? You ain't got no kids. 
I mean, there's this thing called a fucking condom. Yeah. You can use it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like it doesn't pre- it doesn't prevent you from busting nuts. You still gonna bust nuts. <laughs> you know, like you gotta have naked dick in there. <laughs> you gotta have naked dick in there. Yeah, it's, a lot of people oh, are used man. to having. A lot of dudes are used to having naked pussy. Man. Naked pussy. <laughs> yeah, you don't always need that, oh, man. The only time I'm trying to give naked dick is when I'm with a chick that I trust and I know that this is something. Like if I got her pregnant, I wouldn't be scared. Yeah. I have a deep fear of having kids because that's based on the the horror stories that I've seen around me. Yeah, these some of these girls is no good, bro. No good, man. Mm-hmm. No good. Mm-hmm. And and I don't want to deal with that. Another one is promiscuity. You know, um, <clears throat> the thing about it, you can fuck who you want. That's cool. I have no problem with that. And I think that if you're a person that wants to sexually explore things, that's cool. But you also need to be careful. You know, as people having diseases, there's some shit you can't take back. You can't go to the clinic and get rid of some shit. Yeah. You know, just choose wisely. There's people out there that are not hoes, and there's a lot of women out there that just want to get some dick here and there. They don't want to get, they don't want to fucking fuck half the city. They just want to hang out and hang out with somebody that can fuck them good, and then you guys go about, go on your way. Yeah. And there's a lot of women like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you just got to be the dude that they want. And I've, I've had that situation many times. Yeah. You know, so, um, I think that's cool. I think that that's something that works personally. Yeah. But fucking Susan on Monday and fucking Debbie on Tuesday and fucking Jessica on Wednesday and fucking Shanika on Friday. And it's like, dude, that's too much pussy, man. (laughs) That's too much. You got every every flavor of pussy juice in there, man. That's too much. (laughs) Chill out, bro. Yeah. I think definitely... uh, the first one was uh, sex without condoms, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. Like we've we've um told our audience multiple times. We told people in our personal life multiple times, and it's almost a it's 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 a running joke now to right. people that I that I, from what I hear, it's mm-hmm. like yeah, I ain't use no condom and yeah, I don't know how long. I don't even I don't even buy those. And I'd be like yo, how like why I don't understand. The 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 thing that I've realized, you know, in the past few months, is that um, if I related to eating, right? Mm. <clears throat> if there was, if you go to the doctor or if you go wherever, and a doctor told you, um, for instance, uh, you know, if you if if you're a high school student or whatever, if you just have uh. Your favorite food, whatever your favorite food is, um, for instance, like macaroni and cheese for me. Ooh, like yeah. I love macaroni and cheese. Mac and pussy. If I went to a doctor, mac and pussy. <laughs> <laughs> if I went to a doctor and they were like, you're in terrible health conditions and all you have to do is stop eating mac and cheese and you'll live, I would just never eat macaroni and cheese ever again. Right, right, right. But there's certain people in the world that if they have that same... Um, same statement given to them by a doctor, they would be like, dang, man, I can't eat macaroni and cheese. So they'll go one day and be like, dang, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it'd be like, you know, whatever family gathering or whatever, mm-hmm. and they make macaroni and cheese, and he just looking at it and be like, nah, I'm cool today. And then tomorrow come around, he'd be like, man, I'm going to just get a spoonful. And the next thing you know, he's just eating it, and eating it, and eating it, and then he's going to be dead. Yeah, a mouthful of Mac. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I say all that to say, like, you know, that's an analogy for 
how people treat the things that they that can actually kill them, right? right. So they're going to keep having sex without com- condoms until it kills them or until something prevents them from doing it. Because a lot of people think that they can look at a girl and be like, "Dang, she she look cool. Like she, you know, she don't be messing around." But in reality, she got herpes and yeah. all kind of STDs down there. Yeah, it's like probably a girl going to Harvard that got all kind of diseases in her. Pussy, yeah, man. and we and we know for a fact that there are people running around that we have six degrees of separation from that have oh, yeah. certain things or you heard about such and such that mess with her and yeah. went to the clinic afterwards and stuff. Oh, yeah. So that's why I, I you know, I I, would, I don't understand how, you know, people could be out here so free like that. I, you know, I got too much I get too anxious to I got too to much to that. live for. Yeah, you know? exactly. Some yeah. of these girls vagina is like a fucking <clears throat> a penis fly trap, man. You can't be <laughs> penis fly trap. Yeah, you can't you can't you can't do that. And, uh-huh. The thing about it is, I know we crack a lot of jokes on here, but seriously, make sure if you're single, make sure you're you're sexually responsible. That's important, man. That's important. I mean, I'm the type of dude that I don't go crazy when I don't get pussy after a while. I'm just like relaxed, man. Just regular, just regular, you know, because I'll you know I'll get it eventually again, you know. Yeah. But I don't I don't have enough time, and I and I'm older too, so I'm selective with the women I deal with. I can't yeah. just be out here just willy-nilly out here throwing my willy around. Exactly. Also, too, to kind of go along with that, you don't – also, you don't um, – the 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 trust in a person shouldn't um, come with how long you've been having sex with, sex with this person. Right, right, right. right? right. Um, especially if you just have like a friends with benefits thing. Because right. he may be hitting you, but he also may be hitting another girl over here and another yeah. girl over here. And who knows who that girl is having sex with right. when he's not around. Right. So, you know, don't you know, don't put your faith into people just because you've had sex with them for three months or whatever. Right. Because, yeah. You know. Fuck that. And another thing too, and this <clears throat> is this is for the men out there. Fellas, if you are in a relationship, bro, stop. Don't cheat on your girl, bro. And this is the main reason why. Because you're risking her health at that point. This yeah. is not. This ain't a matter of just you catching something. This is a matter of you giving somebody something that can catch something, and they didn't do nothing wrong. Yeah, right. And it's sucks. it's up to the ladies also to be smart. If a dude ran out on you before, or maybe twice, now you're starting to accept that this dude is a cheater, and mm-hmm. you love him anyways. When in actuality, you you deserve better than that. You got to be smarter mm-hmm. than that. Yeah. Because this dude, if he cheated on you and he lying to you, then he could be putting naked dick up in somebody. And hey, this com- term "naked dick" is comedy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he put naked dick in these in, in these holes, and then now he coming back to you giving you naked dick. So he putting he taking pussy juice from her and sticking it in you. Now. Y'all make some pussy juices. Yeah, you make some. You cross you got contam- a pussy juice cocktail. Yeah, it's a cross contamination, man. <laughs> Yeah, you, uh, that's it's not. Funny. It's it's hilarious when you think of the concept, but it's not funny because it's what really happens. Yeah, there's all kind of women. They've got crabs and herpes and all kind of shit because they stayed around some sorry motherfucker. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you you gotta value yourself. A lot of men really don't value themselves. They don't. Yeah, the, the most confident, cool, whatever dude you think a person is. If you running around fucking everybody with no condoms, bro, you it's like playing Russian roulette. Yes, exactly. I'm. I would never play that game. Instead of a loaded gun, you got a loaded cock. Yeah, <laughs> just spraying it everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you gotta chill, man. Yeah, I think you know, like you said, it's important, especially you know, um, like you said, with these relationships, people, um, you know, somebody is oftentimes cheating and stuff like that, and you know, 
if if you usually when you've grown accustomed to having this one this this uh monogamous relationship and you know you guys have gotten to a point where you have kids already or you don't use condoms or you know maybe she's on birth control or whatever the case may be um um and then you you go away from this relationship and then you get back together, whether it's through cheating or whether it's mm-hmm. through a breakup or whatever, you got to be mindful of that too. Cause yeah. you know, like, cause it, it's a, like it's, it's habitual at that point. Like yeah. if you have, if you're in a monogamous relationship and you know, you're not using condoms, I don't, for the most part, I don't think that people are rushing to buy condoms after that. You know what I mean? Nah. They, they gotten so used to naked dick and naked pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah that's funny yeah and you know i've seen people that were married and then um you know they they split up and then after they split up you got to realize the timeline that people do get married that could also cause people to catch diseases too for this reason let's say you know you're 19 and you get married at 19 years old and y'all together until you like 29 or almost 30 and y'all break up and you know that all that that time having sex you've developed these habits you ain't think about condoms or none of that mm-hmm. and then now you know a chick could get dudes can run game on a chick easily like a, a woman that was married for a long time and now she's single mm-hmm. it's gonna be all kind of dudes that tell her things that she ain't really heard because she ain't she never been out in the world like that yeah so now what's happening is the same dude that's whispering in your ear dick is dirty and he putting it up in you now and you just going without a condom because it was cool so you figure i'll just take a plan b yeah. When actuality, now you got some shit you can't never get rid of. You got to plan STD. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. I think, also, I think that women should be more, um, obviously men need to, you know, be more careful. Oh, God dang. Oh. I think that um, women should be more uh, careful too. Because right. I feel like a lot of times when I've had sex with a girl for the first time, it, it, it felt like I was a person that, Make sure I have right, condoms. right. You know, and sometimes they'll ask, but it's only ask because it's probably a habit. It's not asking right. me to actually put it on because I know if I didn't have one, they would just be like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, true, true. And you know what they say? Like, you know, a lot of men get a bad rap for, uh, bless you. You get uh, men get a bad rap for thinking with their dick, right? And men do yeah. have that problem, but I think women be thinking with their pussy too. Because <laughs> I had a situation. I, I, I yeah, swear, I, going with I this. swear to God, mm-hmm. like. There was a situation where this chick wanted to have sex, and I didn't have the condom, right? Mm-hmm. And I was—I didn't expect anything to go on. This isn't one that I consider like a, you know, just like a cool, like not like best homegirl, but like it was one of those like uh, possibly could fuck her one day, maybe yeah. not, you know. But I'm not trying anything. Yeah. And she had broke up with her guy, and I was just over there chilling, and I was going to go home. But then she's like, "Just lay, just lay here, relax." And then she started getting on top of me and stuff and kissing me. And I was just like, oh, you know, I was about to leave. And then she starts trying to pull my fucking dick out. And I was like, hey, I don't got a condom. And she's like, it's, a, it's cool. It's cool. And I was like, nah, nah. I literally had to restrain this girl. I had to restrain this girl, bro, because she was trying to get on me. Yeah. And trying to grab my stuff and put it up in her. Swear to God. Yeah. And I was like, oh, whoa, whoa, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. And I'm two times this girl's size. And I'm having to restrain her. <laughs> and it was the weirdest thing ever. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. I've had girls where it would be like, um, like this is the first time we, we do whatever. And it'll be like, um, say something along the lines of, yeah, um, 
I just I haven't I just started my birth control yesterday, so I don't know if it'll work or what? like telling me about the birth control, and I'm like. That's fine and all, but well, like I was planning on using the condom right. anyways. <laughs> like good for you, but you know I ain't going in there raw. Heck no. Yeah, some girl told me she had the little thing, the Norplant, or whatever they call it, the birth control that you put in your arm. Uh huh. She said, "Yeah, I have one of those. I just put one of those in." And I'm thinking, like, it's like you're insinuating you want exactly. Raw dick. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> naked dick. <laughs> yeah, no thank you. Getting his naked dick. Yeah, she wants some of that low carb dick. Yeah, <laughs> only my wife getting the naked dick. Yeah, regularly. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Uh, next one to leave in uh, 2019. Bad diets. Mm-hmm. Um, bad diets, and by mean that I mean high in sodium and sugar. The average person gets over 3,400 milligrams of sodium and over 76.7 grams of sugar per day. I think that is absolutely ridiculous. And I'm a bigger dude, um, but what's kept me from not being fat is the fact that I, I work out regularly, and on top of that, I try to eat a moderately good diet. Like today, I didn't eat that great. Me and Keith basically had a meetup this morning, um, and after that, we went to McDonald's. I haven't eaten anything since then, though, mm-hmm. just because you know I'm, I'm just aware, like I'm cognizant of the fact that, hey, I started my day off bad. Let me chill out, you know, um, and I'll hit the gym tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people just keep eating all this sugar and all this sodium. And you got a lot of people that are morbidly obese. Mm-hmm. These are the years you should be really living your best life. If you're young and you're uh, attractive or whatever the case, or you're trying to chase your goals, why don't why wouldn't you want to look your best? You know, with yeah. me, I don't feel I look my best. I don't. I've been a lot leaner and and in better physical shape. But I feel like I'm in moderate enough shape where I can say I'm still working to attain that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't give a fuck. You eat three uh, bags of hot Cheetos a day. You eat a bunch of honey buns and hot dogs and you eat every new fucking 2000 snack that come out. And it's like, hey, man, you need to pump your brakes. Mm-hmm. Right. If, if you got a family, too, you want to make sure you you live a long, fruitful life for your kids. You don't, you don't want to be too fat. Uh, you can't even chase them around. So mm-hmm. start valuing a better diet. Start leaving the bad shit behind. Not saying that you can't have the bad shit, mm-hmm. but it should not be a regular part of your everyday uh, diet. Yeah, for sure. I think um, everybody could get better at that. You know, there's some right. people that are um, that are. You know, it's. I think for me personally, you know, my issue is the like the the meal preparation side of it right right, right. because i i eat for convenience or i eat when it's most convenient like if i'm running if i got something to do during the day and then i'm headed to the podcast i'm like well i'm gonna be here for like three four hours let me grab you know something to eat quick um while i'm on the way Um, exactly so um i just have to figure figure that out for myself as far as like you know, just, you know, buying some groceries, maybe, you know, having, you know, a little, uh, Tupperware, uh, what is it? Tupperware? What? Tupperware? For, oh yeah. Tupperware. Yeah. Just having something like that, you know, with a bunch of, you know, vegetables, rice, chicken, whatever, um, like that in, inside of a little container and, um, you know, just have it, you know, ready to, ready to warm up before the podcast or whatever. And, um, just do it, do it, do it in that manner. But, it's definitely something that, you know, we all could get better at. I know people that are, that are, you know, 
people that are working out, they have high protein diets or whatever. And I feel like they can get better at it. People that are vegetarians, they can get, you know, better at their diets. People that are vegan, they can get better at their diets. Just by physically looking at them, I can tell that, they right. can, you know, they have a yeah. lot, a lot more work to do. So I think overall, we, you know, you just have to be ready to, um, take the necessary steps to to kind of hone in on the idea that you're already going. Like 100%. you said, you, you're already, you know, taking the steps to do it. You know, you're doing the meal preps and stuff like that. But um, based on how you physically look, you can, you know that there's room for growth, you know. Right. So right. you just got to do it. Yeah, that pretty much, that's pretty much says it all, man. Mm-hmm. I, I think that um, <clears throat> people say like, I don't know how to eat healthy. I don't really know. I don't know. If you say that, then I'm just going to tell you to get out of my face because in 2019, going on 20 now, all the information's available. And if you really want something in life, you can do it. Yeah. I've had people inbox me for many things, not only trucking. I don't have a problem with the trucking thing. You can learn a lot, but it's always good to have um, yeah. a reference. But when you call me, you have no idea of nothing. Then I know you're not serious about it. Yeah. I just know it. And I know you're full of shit. And you don't want to change. You just yeah. want to act like you want to change. And it's like, you. Yeah. it's almost like. You know you have a problem, but you're not willing to admit you have a problem in regards to the eating problem. Mm-hmm. That's a that's an interesting thing, I, which I don't understand. Right. Um, for the most part, I don't ask people what is available on the internet. No, right. And you, you know, like you say, you get hit up in your inbox, or you know, people will hit me up about certain things, and they expect you to be able to. Um, teach them or show them certain things that is probably explained better on YouTube or right. Google articles or whatever. So I, I, I won't never understand that. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Um, yeah. Just at the end of the day, hold yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, this podcast in no way, shape or form is meant to shame you. But if you feel ashamed then fuck it, be shamed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Get your shit together. We're yeah. all adults. We all have to make decisions to make us better people. Yeah. And if you don't want to be a better person, then just keep being lousy. Okay. Yeah. Um, everybody listen to this podcast. We don't want you to, uh, one of the objectives is not only to speak our mind and talk about different issues and affecting culture in the world and, and us personally, but it's also to influence people in a positive way to turn a mirror on yourself and hold yourself accountable. Yeah. Because me and Keith have made some significant changes in our life from episode one all the way to episode 92. Yeah. And those things are going to continue to grow. So I don't feel there's any reason to listen to two guys that are trying to uh, be in an ascending position and you're just not doing anything. Yeah. Make sure you do something. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That's what that's what I want. That's what Keith wants. Yeah. You, know? uh, you, you got any more? No, yeah, I do actually. I have oh, okay. More. <laughs> I say, no, I thought you was wrapping it up. I was gonna say I got a couple too. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Now we got a couple, man. We've been doing this a minute. Where yeah. we at? It's an hour and six minutes. Jesus Christ, crazy. Mm-hmm. That's, Jesus that's, Christ. Jesus, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Everybody's seen that little. Um, like it's like a little, uh, not even a meme, but a little video of the little white kid, <gasps> and he's backing up like Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> they should do imagine imagine if they did like a, a parody of that where mm-hmm. it's like you in there with the kid's mom and you hitting it from the back and the kid opened the door and be like jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> yeah the other day i, I had a uh, just a random idea for a skit uh-huh. um i was listening to a basketball game or something like that yeah and, uh, 
it was I forgot what the commentator said. It, it might have been like Marv Albert or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, he was like, he hits the three from deep, and then it was, and then I just it just instantly popped in my head. Like, what if it was a dude just hitting a girl from the back, and then it's just the camera on the guy, and he's like sweating, wiping his sweat away, and yeah. it's just a bunch of sports commentary. Yeah, <laughs> he's going balls deep in that pussy right now. He's, <laughs> he's trying to stay up, but he's not staying up right now. He's smacking that ass. She's loving it. You can tell she loves it. He's pulling her hair now. Now she's getting tired. Now she's arching that back. She's been in the back. <laughs> Imagine if somebody was doing a, like a, a the auctioneer guy. <laughs> That'd be crazy. If you was having sex and he was like, you don't want to go on a dick in that pussy going over and going over and going once, going on twice. Going to put on peanut butter jelly. I'm going to be smacking that ass. I'm going to go on once, going twice. Sold to the black brother over there hitting with the back. <laughs> You're a fool. Yeah, you ever seen the dosi do like the country thing, like swing your partner? Around. Oh yeah. Whenever they do that shit, you got to do exactly what the guy says. Mm-hmm. Like people just think it's just a dance, but the person that's singing, like swing your partner around and round, like you got to do exactly what he says. He could like put her down, lift her up, slap her in the face. Like you got to do it. Uh, crazy. <laughs> Pull her pants down, hit her from the back. <laughs> Stroke your partner round and round. Uh, remember that uh, Jason Anders guy? He had a joke in his set. Um, he was like, he was like, dudes can't wait to start hitting the circular motions. Oh uh, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, I think most of us are guilty of that. <laughs> You'd be hitting it from the back. <laughs> Like when you're having sex with a chick, just don't change what you're doing unless she says you have to listen to the woman. Like the woman is in the woman is in control of her orgasm. So you can't just start switching shit up because it sounds good. Like you're trying to go circles in the pussy. She hasn't she hasn't said anything. You're just doing these circles and you know. Anyways. All right. Another one is screenshots. Yeah. Um the reason why I hate people that I don't say I hate people, but I hate screenshots is the fact that uh, if you feel the need to screenshot people, then you shouldn't interact or be around them. Yeah. Right. You, if you don't trust them, you're screenshotting them. Right. Um, and not to mention, if you screenshot someone and you put that screenshot on social media, all you wanted was an audience. Yeah. You never gave a fuck about being a righteous person or <clears throat> being true. You're 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 screenshotting people in your inbox. You're screenshotting motherfuckers that are telling you shit on Snapchat. You're screenshotting. And it's like. You never. This is what people don't realize. You'll never look good trying to make someone else look bad. Yeah. Let me say that one more time. You'll never look good trying to make someone else look bad. Just shut up. Just stop it. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's no need for a screenshot. I don't screenshot people. Mm -hmm. Period. I don't. I've had women say wild, crazy stuff that I can make them look crazy, and I'm like, you know what? I'll just keep my mouth shut. I'm not going to say anything. Every woman that deals with me knows I won't say a word. I'm just not going to say anything. People yeah. don't even know. I've been I've been places where it was a chick that I smacked, and then I go in the mall or somewhere, and she's out with her friends, and I didn't speak unless she spoke to me because I don't want people <laughs> thinking that you know I'm doing this or that. And I just keep my mouth shut. So as a person that's reserved and private, I have a problem with people that screenshot people. Yeah. That's annoying. Yeah. It's even worse when you, you know, even if it's like a personal thing. Right. Like people sharing or screenshotting things that you've said with their friends or their siblings or something. That's, that goes, that's just as bad as, um, 
you know, people doing it on social media or whatever. Because right. the, the same sort of things happen. You know, these things get around. The, you send it to one person, they send it to another person, and they send it to another person. And the next thing you know, it's just uh, it's just out there and the open like that. Right. Right. Uh, and, that, go ahead. I'm sorry. And, you know, especially for, you know, like you said, there you a, um, a text message conversation, um, DMs or whatever, they're supposed to be these private things. Um, that's why they're called direct messages or yeah, you know, it's or, to you. Yeah, exactly. Directly to you. Um, if I wanted to have this conversation out in the world, then I would put it underneath your Instagram post or your Facebook post or excuse me, I would reply to your, your Twitter. Right. Um, uh, but I didn't, I, I sent you a direct message. Um, <clears throat> so it's, it's, like I said, it's just as bad to do these things on a, uh, on a personal level. Cause sometimes, like, and you said before the, the it goes both ways. Usually, a lot of times, you know, women try to make guys look bad, but right. oftentimes, you know, if, if you or me were to screenshot some of the 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 things that you know women have said, it could oh, it wow. could get ugly out here. Yeah, women sure. in relationships and yeah. you know women you know with blue check marks and all these kind yeah. of crazy stuff. That man, saying, so, 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 yeah, yeah. Um, I just think that ultimately, too, like the only time I would ever screenshot anything is if I see something wild on the Internet Uh and I'll screenshot it and I'll send it to Keith. Yeah. And we laugh at it. But it's always something that's lighthearted. It's not like something like personal, like or something I'm trying to turn somebody into a joke or I'm trying to expose some female or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'll send something to Keith or he'll send me something and we like laugh and it dies there because, see, I deal with solid people. Right. I know if I sent something to Keith. Keith's not gonna run around and be like, "Hey, you guys, look at this." Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. It's some motherfuckers I'd never send stuff to, mm-hmm. just because I know they got a big mouth, mm-hmm. you know. Or I'd be like, "Yo, this chick is crazy, bro. You see this shit?" Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I would never. The issue is putting it on a platform: Twitter, <clears throat> Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, we'll be seeing that people posting Facebook, um, met or messages on Facebook and stuff. We'd be like, "Damn, bruh." This chick posted a, a screenshot of how much her baby's daddy wasn't paying child support. <laughs> I was like, yo, he was up in your pussy, though. Like, yeah. he's, like you complaining about this dude in the public eye about what he wasn't doing. I'm sure there were remnants of you seeing those things before you got pregnant by him. Yeah. Right. But you just want to hold one person accountable. Right. And say that, oh, he ain't paying child support. Maybe he's not. But that's between you and him. It's not between you and the whole Internet. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You, 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 those, those things don't um, just arrive. No, nobody could fake this that long, right? No, unless you got the girl pregnant on the first day y'all ever met. Right. Nobody could fake it that long because the first, you know, there's this, there's this honeymoon period. Everything is peachy and cream, and yep. um, you know, you sending her flowers and you freaking, you know putting rose petals on a bed and everything and then all of a sudden they become the true version of themselves in the relationship yeah and then after that if you get you know if you get pregnant by somebody then you know yeah. like you've already seen those red flags yeah so don't you, act yeah you allowed it shut up yeah exactly you allowed <clears throat> it there's some situation where i'm like fuck i can't believe that happened fuck mm-hmm. and then i'm like man i had opportunity to fix that yeah I had opportunity, you know, to do that. I had opportunity, you know, I knew this was a problem months ago and I didn't change it and this happened now. It yeah. just goes automatically to being self-accountable. Mm-hmm. You know, why can't you say like, dang, I had a baby by this person mm-hmm. and I should have known what I was getting into. 
Dang. You know. I and, stuck naked dick in her. Yeah. <laughs> she was begging for that naked dick. <laughs> naked and, dick. And I fell for it. Oh man. That's I funny. became a victim of naked pussy. <laughs> nah, man. But yeah, you gotta you gotta you have to be accountable for it. Yeah. So, yeah. That's that's, that's all crazy. I got on that one. Mm-hmm. Um Another thing you should leave in 2019. There's a lot of them. But people who ask for shit but offer nothing. Those are the people you should leave in 2019. Yeah. And what I mean by that is is leave those people on red. Leave them on scene. Or don't even open the fucking message. Yeah. Because if you have an idea where you want your life to go and they have absolutely no contributing factors to that, what are you doing at that point? You're mm-hmm. you're almost enabling them to waste your fucking time. Mm-hmm. And you get tired of it, man. Mm-hmm. You know, you're holding yourself accountable. You're doing things to grow where you're going. If they're not doing those same things or remotely contributing, then stop it. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> um, and it's not like somebody, you know, if you do something from the heart, it's not that you're expecting anything. But when people create a trend of never offering nothing, but expecting something from you, they would never do that for you. They're not self-aware enough to realize that they are becoming a burden. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would never be a burden on someone. Mm-hmm. There are some people that will ask you for money five times and then they never paid you back after the first time. Yeah. <laughs> you would never do that for me. Yeah. Ever. Mm-hmm. So why would I put myself in a position to keep letting you play around like that? Mm-hmm. Stop, stop dealing with them. That's my personal opinion. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I, I was talking to Eddie about this the other day. Um, sometimes, you, like for me, because I do so many different things, like I do a little bit of photography on the side. I do, you know, different videos, music videos, commercials, um, and a bunch of other things like logo design, web design, all these things. Which is which is cool, which is fun. You know, I, I I took an interest in all those things, and because of that, I you know I either took a, a one class or a couple classes, or I went to school to study these things um, in depth. Um, you know, it it brings more value to what you can do for people, <clears throat> but it also brings more people to your way uh, with their handout or asking you mm-hmm. for things, and that's what I ran into recently. I feel like. You know, the holidays are a time where you should just be chilling with your family and not having to worry about um, work or not having to worry about, you know, people constantly asking you for things. And I felt like at the end of the year, everybody and their mama wanted something from me. It was like, hey, Keith, um, can you meet to talk or can you get a video done or, you know, can you help me with my website? Can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? Can you help? It was just like. One day it was it got so crazy. I think tomorrow we're shooting this on Saturday. Tomorrow I'm just turning my phone off. Yeah. I'm gonna watch the Niner game. I'm just be chilling. Um, so if you're out there and you listen to the podcast, do not call me. Right. Or if you do call me, then I'll probably not return your call, even if I get your message. <laughs> it's like yo. <laughs> I remember that the other day I woke up and I just played that Michael Jackson song like "Just Leave Me Alone," <laughs> except for <laughs> little boy. <laughs> Uh, Um, (laughs) crazy 
but yes, but you know, a lot, you know, what happens in these things, uh, um, and the most people that are, that are asking me for things, um, it's not like, Hey, how are you doing? You right. know, like Merry Christmas, this or this or that. It's more so like, um, I seen you do this. Can you help me with this? Can you help me with this? They're not generally, they're not asking. I mean, they're not offering any financial compensation. They're just, you know, they just have their hand out. So, um, for me, I was just telling Eddie, I was like, um, just seeing how different people move. You could always see, um, you know, different celebrities in, you know, the people from their neighborhoods or whatever. They're always right. like, oh, this person changed. Or this, you know, he ain't really from here no more. He don't be coming around no more. Or he don't be doing this. He don't be doing that. Right, right. Like, I, 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 I'm starting to get it now. I'm starting to understand how and why people move the way they do. Because right. it's just, con- it's like people constantly you know, with their handout asking you for something. And and me, I'm not rich or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of people are, you know, since it's 2019 and a lot of people are seeing what other people are doing on the internet. Now they want a music career. Now they want right. you know, now they want a clothing line. Now they want this. Now they want that. Right. And it's like, yo, I know a person that I'm related to or I know a person that I'm friends with that, you know, knows how to do these things. So I'm going to hit him up. No. Don't talk to me. Yeah, you, you're not <clears throat> serious about it. You just seen something work for someone else, and now you're trying to insert yourself. Yeah. That's not how real genuine goals and aspirations work. Yeah. You have to do whatever whatever gift God gave you, you have to try to leverage that like, mm-hmm. and figure out how to make it work. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But when you look at, at you know Keith and Eddie on a podcast and be like, man, they podcast all right, but if I did one, it'd be way better. Okay, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Do that, right? Do it. But make sure you don't miss a week, right? Don't don't ever be quick to mention, oh, man, you know, our podcast would be better than that when you miss weeks all the time. You're yeah. not consistent, yeah. you know. Um, That's you, why I hate when, you know, it, it happens a lot with right. sports and rapping and stuff. I hate when people be like, They'll hear a song on the radio like, oh, I, I'm a better rapper than him. He trash. Or it's, it's like, yo, where's your music at? Where's your music? Yeah. Where's your podcast at? Where's your your, where's your short film? film? Where's you know, that? whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. And that, it, it definitely happens a lot in my field where, you know, these local yeah. filmmakers, they'll, they, they're bashing, you know, these big box office movies. Yeah. And it's just like, where's your movie at? Or I've seen your movie. It's not as good as this. No. I mean, if you if you can create if you consider yourself a creator, first of all, if you have a podcast, if you're a, a, a screenwriter, whatever you are. Right. If you're a creator, you have to create things. Right. If you're not creating things, but you're you're you have a high scrutiny of other people's work, then you scrutinize more than you create. Yeah. You're just a spectator. Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up. And go and do what you do. And then people could say, oh, man, Eddie's just, just a truck driver, man. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, I also co-produced 92 episodes of a podcast mm-hmm. that have been released consecutive 52 weeks. Yeah. You know, and even before then, we never missed. We literally have not missed a week of content for almost two years. Yeah. And and the people that like this podcast really appreciate that because mm-hmm. A lot of things are going to happen in your life, you know, divorces and, you know, weddings or whatever the case. And you got to put things off. We have we've had a lot of things happen in our lives. We have not put off one week of content, not one, Mm -hmm. because we like to create things. We don't make excuses and scrutinize other people. 
Yeah. And when we do collaborate with people, we have something to offer. Yeah. When we okay, here's the deal. I've when, had some pussy lined up, and I was like, "No, nah, I got to do the podcast." Yeah, right. <laughs> pussy juice was dripping already. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, she's like, she's like, that podcast better be good. <laughs> you got some explaining to do. <laughs> <laughs> if you tell a girl you got to do a podcast, a lot of women they don't care, and the reason why it's not it's not like they hate what you do. It's that the average man that women have dealt with don't have anything they're passionate about. Yeah. So you have to understand that's why it's also hard. Um. Uh. uh what's his name? Wale said something I caught earlier. He said. Uh, he said, "Don't date a creator if you're not a creator." And I was like, "Fuck." Talk about it. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. That's why it's hard to be in a relationship too. I was ugh, and uh, that this could, that could that could be a topic in itself. We might yeah. have to save that for next week. Because yeah. Um, yeah. I was talking to one of my friends, and he recently um, just I guess he broke up with his girl, and uh, he was just telling me like the the creative space that he's in now is is he's just thriving. Like really, you know, ideas, 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 ideas. Oh I'm my like, yo, God. that makes a and 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 that's true. It's it's it's. It's hard to be in a relationship with someone that um, that's not a creative because you don't really understand how their brain works. You don't right. you don't really understand how important the content is for them and right. how important the creative process is for them. Mm-hmm. So and it, and relationships take attention, and sometimes yeah. like that's the opposite of creativity. True, yeah. exactly because my attention <clears throat> needs to go to other things. Yeah, if I'm my thing is is um, <clears throat> the advantage I have on other you know, creatives is one, I'm a truck driver. So most of the content that I'll come up with is in my head while I'm driving and I'm, yeah. I'm driving alone. So I don't have anyone cutting me off or anything. And I could call Keith. He could write down topics. We could have conversations. Mm-hmm. That's the advantage I have. But once we go full throttle into this and let's say I have a girlfriend, I'm going to have to go to my own office space and go away from her. Yeah. Because no disrespect to whoever that is, but the only reason why some women will love you is based on the fact that you're a driven man. Mm-hmm. I can't sit here giving you all my time all day. Hey, baby, I love you so much. You're so great. You know, I love you so much. Let me hold your hand all fucking day. Like, I can't do that. <laughs> that's, not, that's not the type of affection you're going to get from me. You know, when, I, when I'm, you know, done with what I need to do, I, I don't want to say I put you second, but I have to put what I'm doing first so I can put you first. That's real. Because if I put you first and my work is shit, then I'm not putting myself first. If I'm not at my best, then I can't love you at my best. Yeah. You know and, what I'm saying? And like part of you doing what you like to do, um yeah. that often is gonna be part of your mental health. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like you we all talked about jobs we didn't like doing and how stressful we were going into jobs that we dreaded going into. Um so, you know, for us to do what we love consistently is going to make me or us a better person you know, 100%. for you. So, yeah, 100%. I, I, don't, I don't believe in the fact that, you know, I see people post these, like, I guess these little, like, meme affirmations or whatever they are. And it'll be like, I'm uh, sick of these. I'm sick of and them. And it's mostly females. It's mostly females with yeah. this one sided shit. Yeah. Date a man that's willing to, um, uh, data man that's willing to be a better person because of you and mm-hmm. things like that. I'm just like, shut up. All these fake spiritual females. Yeah, yeah. You're, not, yeah you're full of shit and yeah. you're dysfunctional. But here's, <laughs> here's the thing. I think that in order for me, this is what I feel like. I feel like in order for me to meet the woman that I want, right, that I want, I have to be that person. Yeah. 
Stop. This is why I know people are full of shit with those affirmation meme things. It's because you say, um, um, be better because of her or be a better man or this and that. It's like it's this one-sided accountability. I feel like I have to be accountable for who I am as a man. I have to be at my best as a man, regardless of what it is, if I want that in a woman. Whenever you get a dude that's calling his girl fat and keeping her self-esteem low, that's because he's the problem. If he loved himself, there's no way he would ever fucking do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So that's why it's important to have all your faculties in order. Yeah. You know, you you get with the chick and you're doing great and she you're giving you're putting that good energy out on her, that's going to make her want to do better or it should. Mm-hmm. If you want to if you want a person's I guess equally yoked or whatever they say, mm-hmm. that's what you're going to have to do. Yeah. But yeah. That's real. Yeah, it's a give and take. All right. Um switching gears from that. Then you have one more you wanted to add for the things that leave in 2019? Yeah. <clears throat> I had um <laughs> I I'll just say two. Um uh-huh. <clears throat> one of them was uh reboots. Got to stop Oh my god. Stop. stop bringing these 90 movies into the 2020s. That's just stop re- doing it. Oh my god, that's a And the TV shows and, you know, you know all this stuff. Um and then also starting rap careers. Oh my Gotta god! Gotta lead that in 2019. Yeah, you know, if, if you're 40 years old and you're starting to try to rap because you think that you know these young kids is getting rich off of it, you know, save yourself. Yeah, stop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stop. Oh my god. Yeah, the reboots they got to stop with that. All these GI Joe, Rambo, whatever mm-hmm. movies. It's like you know, you said stop the reboots. That's yeah. great, but stop, stop trying to sell nostalgia. Yes, that's just too much. It's just too much. I, I I think some things are great for their time period. And I think if we want to enjoy that, leave that up to us. Yeah. We can get whatever we need to get to get whatever, you know, we want to watch. We go to YouTube and catch it. We go whatever else. But don't, like, just put it out there on this platform and say, you get all these old channels that you used to watch. Yeah. It's like, I've already seen this. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen it. And it's not going to make me feel it. I watched Saved by the Bell one day. And I was like, yo, this shit mad corny, bro. Uh. <laughs> That's usually because it was corny in the time also. Oh, 100%. But, you know, we were too blinded by the lights. You know, you see all these yeah. good-looking teenagers. Right. Like, oh, these cool kids. I had a crush on, uh, what's the black chick's name? Kel- uh, Kelly? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's not Kelly. It's Lisa. Lisa was the black chick off of Saved by the Bell. Uh-huh. And then uh, Kelly Kapowski. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think my, my, my childhood crushes go like this. And I knew I liked all women from the very beginning because- I had a huge crush on Selena, even back when I was in fourth grade, because she had a yeah. fat booty. So I was like, damn. That was, <laughs> that was like the first, the first like Mexican crush I ever had. <clears throat> and then after that, it was uh this girl I went to school with named Vanessa Gutierrez. Uh, <laughs> shout out to her. She listened to the podcast. She never gave me the time of day. Um She listen she listens still? No, I don't know. I don't know where oh, she is. Oh, I thought you said she I have no idea where she is. Oh, gotcha. But I had a huge crush on uh, She's gonna pop up one day. Yeah, she's gonna pop up. Oh my god, you talked about me on your podcast. Yeah. I wanna suck your cock. <laughs> Let's make up for old times sake. <laughs> nah, but um it was uh Kelly Kapowski, Lisa, uh uh Family Matters, uh what was her name on there? Laura, Laura Winslow, uh-huh. uh, the Pink Ranger, uh, Pink Ranger. <laughs> yeah, she was fine, bro. Yeah. And then, oh, and then fire. fucking Topanga, Topanga, from, Topanga from Boy Meets mm-hmm. World. Uh, oh man, it was another one. Uh, that's just the the main the, the main the few main ones that I had. Yeah, 
I used to like I used to like definitely Pink Ranger and Topanga. Uh-huh. Um, I used to really like um, Jamie Spears. Britney Spears' little sister. Oh, was she on yeah. Disney or Nickelodeon? She was on Nickelodeon. Yeah, she had her own little TV show. Then she got pregnant. She uh, got pregnant young. Like really? Yeah, I think she was like seventeen or eighteen. Oh or something. my goodness! Yeah, she was on the Disney Channel getting pregnant on the Nickelodeon. Yeah. Oh, Nickelodeon. Yeah, Nickelodeon. dang. Yeah, for her it was Dickelodeon. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, the name of the podcast, Dickelodeon. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> if somebody made a logo, that'd be crazy. Dick, 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 Oh my gosh! <laughs> that's the thing. Like that's the thing that I love about podcasts is that like we're talking about creating worlds. Who knows? We we say that little joke here, and then all of a sudden we do a tour, and then it's a couple like fanboys out there with Dickelodeon shirts on. Oh, and they dude. just create a whole wave. Oh, it's, dude, that would be a perfect <clears throat> name for the fucking merch. Yeah, you know, have our logo with the with Dickelodeon on there. Yeah, with the little quotes next to it, mm-hmm. and you put like the episode number, episode EP ninety two. Yeah, Dickelodeon. Yeah, damn, that's free marketing. That'd be dope. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. A lot of these, um, a lot of those childhood, at least at least Topanga, Topanga still look good. Oh yeah, she does. So I would say only, only like twenty five percent of them grow up to be really attractive adults. Yeah. Um, but Topanga definitely banging. Definitely. Yeah, we, we seen her in that uh that childish Gambino thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, mm-hmm. she was banging still. What I liked about uh Topanga, yeah, she she had them. She had some big old lips. Yeah. And a lot of white girls don't got nip, lips like that naturally. They usually got those kind of fragile. Yeah. <laughs> fragile lips. But uh, <laughs> that's real. The thing about Topanga too is we seen her in her most vulnerable states. Like yeah. she had, she started getting chunky in some of the episodes, yeah. and then she got skinny again. Now she adult and she she, she grown. Yeah, she's she still a grown up. So I think I think that we are around the same age. I think she might be a year or two older. I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. she's she fire. Another one that's pretty fine too was uh, what's her name from uh, what's a show with uh, the Olsen twins? But it was the older sister DJ. I think her name was. Mm-hmm. I can't remember her name, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, what was the show called? Um, it wasn't Step by Step. It wasn't that. It was called. Uh, oh my goodness! We gotta look it up. Yeah, like, Full you know, House. Yeah, Full House. There we go. And I think it was DJ. I think her name got was it, DJ. Dude. Yeah, yeah. It's sad what happened to the Olsen twins, but they look terrible. Yeah, they was actually attractive. I was, that was a couple of my crushes too, the Olsen twins. Yeah, that's like crazy. That. It's crazy how they just like all white girls. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's TV though. TV yeah. will make you. It's but, crazy. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, there wasn't a lot of black families. No black. Oh, I had a crush on Hillary Banks. Hillary Banks. Was Hillary fine. Banks was fine. Off. Yeah. yeah, she was a little older though. Yeah, but she was fine. She probably how much? She probably she in her forties easily right now. She probably in her late forties. Yeah, late forties. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, she was. She's cute though. She was really cute. Yeah, she was. She looked. Her good. Ashley was cute back in the day. Yeah, a couple of the and you got like a couple of the um the guests on there or like uh, all those girls from like a different world. Yeah, Nia Long was on there too. She was a special guest. Nia Long fine as a motherfucker right now. She's so bad. Oh my god, she's had that short hair too. Yeah, but now, bro, I'll take this Nia Long over the young one. 
Because yeah. this one is like a grown woman knee alone. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it's hard for people to co- like um, to comprehend that, like as a black man, like how you could like a, love a black woman and then just be chilling with a white girl the next week. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, oh, I, I was on a date with, uh, with this black chick one time and she literally accused me of liking white girls. But yeah. mind you, we were on a date. And so she's I'm black. Like, and she's black. And we're on a date. And you accuse me of like a white girls. I just yeah. like women. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's I found that hilarious. Mm-hmm. You know? That's funny. That'd be crazy. Then you smash it. Oh, you like them white girls, huh? <laughs> uh, apparently so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. You never know who you're gonna end up liking, anyways. Right. You know, I know people that their uh, their whole <laughs> lives they've been taught that you know white girls is bad or white girls is this white girls is that and then all of a sudden they end up marrying one so it's yeah just like you, never, you never know they try to trash Charles gambino for that because it's his uh his uh child's mother is white uh-huh and they're like oh look at him you do all this black empowerment stuff and go date a white girl first of all like i just find that corny like this is mm. this is 2019 going on 20 and i don't even see interracial relationships i just see two people that like each other i don't even yeah. see this it, there's nothing shocking or different or nothing. It's just two people that like each other. Yeah, and like you, as far as far as him, I don't know like much about his his girlfriend. But mm-hmm. um, we mentioned before, it takes a certain person to be in a relationship with a creative. All right, know? especially a guy like him is like Super making creative. music and mm-hmm. all this stuff. Like you need somebody to yeah. be able to hold you down. Yeah, she's um, probably got it, man. She's yeah, got, she's got it. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, yeah, I got lost. Uh, but here's the deal. Um, switching gears. This is just a general topic. Um, your circle of friends or whoever you're dating, and we we just literally just, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but we just talked about this. Mm-hmm. Um, your circle of friends or who you're dating should be parallel with your goals or trajectory in life. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I can hear your beard through the mic. Man. Yeah, that's, I heard that. I was like, oh, okay, maybe I should stop doing that. Yeah, yeah. you turn your neck, it sounds like a grocery bag. <laughs> that's just that. You got beard sound effect? What the heck? <laughs> yeah. Oh, when you have a thick beard and you and you start having like that after sex conversation, mm-hmm. and girls always like to like put their hand on your face and mm-hmm. stuff, and you be like, man, stop like. Stop putting your hand all in my face. <laughs> you got dick fingers. I don't want yeah. them all in my face. Get your dick fingers off of me. <laughs> dick this is kind of like after the chick gives you a serious BJ, like a serious one, and then they start kissing you. You just be like, man, I, I know it was my penis, but fuck. <laughs> Yeah, you, oh, this is man. just you got a lot of extra stuff going they on yeah, some girls don't realize what be nasty and what don't be nasty yeah it's like man spare me yeah, yeah i'll just i'll just basically right yeah right i'll just <laughs> say that one line though just make sure you're whoever your circle of friends are or who you're dating is parallel with your goals yeah because those people have the most effect on you if they keep if you got people around you and you're trying to do right and all they tell you about the wrong that's going on in their life you need people who are trying to speak life into you not people who have given up on their own lives yes so it's not going to work if that if you don't have the right like nucleus i guess around you yeah for sure um just real quick it's also i think those people will start weeding themselves out yeah you know you're going to be moving in a way um 
to where if you if you think about think about it in a sports term, like you know, Kobe Bryant played what 20, 20 years in the league. In the yeah, um, <clears throat> and he went from you know coming in and he had you know the you know the whole nucleus that won the three peat. Right. You know, when he was super young mm-hmm. and then, you know, he went through years and years of terrible teams when he was just putting up a lot of points and scoring, you know, 80 right. points and whatnot. Right. And then all of a sudden he, he got a Phil Jackson back and then they won again. Yeah. I feel like, you know, if you if you just keep your head down and keep focusing on the the, the main goal, in his case was to win a championship. Mm-hmm. In your case, it could be to, you know grow your YouTube channel or mm-hmm. you know, grow your social media following, you know, grow your podcast or whatever. You just keep your head down and keep going. The people around you are going to start changing. But the mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the people that are supposed to be there are going to be there. You know, Pal Gasol met Kobe when he was, you know, at a certain point in his life and they right. won two championships or whatever. So it's just like, you know, um, don't try to, keep bringing these people along if they if it if it starts to feel like they're you know they're pulling you uh from behind you know um just have to know when to let go of you know these relationships you don't want anybody doing anything from behind you don't want yeah Mm -hmm. because there might be some funny stuff going on back there yeah you might be getting paid i don't don't (laughs) know about that (laughs) <laughs> Leave pegging in 2019, man. <laughs> yeah, That's especially it, it's a. Uh, I don't know if we ever told the story on a podcast. Did we tell it about the about my neighbor? No. Oh yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with pagan. Do do what you want. You know, yeah, it's not it's none of my business. I'm definitely wrong with that. <laughs> it's none of my business. You know, it's 2019. You could do do as you please, but mm. um. Just know that the if you're if you're not <laughs> if you're not uh, acclimated to the whole pegging experience, people around you may <laughs> experience it with you. <laughs> so basically, it was me and my brother was chilling uh, in our room one day, and we live in we lived in an apartment, and um, all of a sudden. This guy, like we knew that because the, the walls are so thin. So pretty much anything that you're doing can be heard by your neighbor, whether it's, you know, you talking on the phone, you walking around your room, you having sex, whatever you could. You could always hear it through the door or through the through the wall. And one day me and my brother, we were just chilling. And then all of a sudden this dude was like, yo, my butt, <laughs> uh, my butt. Uh. Uh, that, <laughs> and we were just like, yo, what is going on over there? So we was just like we was listening to it for for a cool minute and I don't know exactly what was going on, but we just assumed he was getting pegged in there. Cause the crazy part is the girl didn't say nothing the whole time. Like <laughs> he was quiet the whole time. And it wasn't it like some he was like look like a game banger type dude. Yeah, because she would have like some hood. It, it was this black girl that lived next to us, and she was kind of like she got she had her little ghetto tendencies about her, and her 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 boyfriend was like some hood nigga that would come through the apartments, which made it even crazier for <laughs> for that to you know to be the you know some guy that was quote unquote hard was in there getting hard peg inside of his booty hole. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, this hurt. <laughs> On Crypt, this hurt. 
<laughs> oh, Crip pulled that out of my ass. Ah, cuz. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. So let's uh, let's leave Peg in the twenty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah. It, this this is a completely switching it up. So switching gears on this one. Um, life is not a race. I've mentioned something about this on an older episode. I have no idea which one it is, but we got to stop comparing and using other people's success as a gauge for for your life. I, I had like a short, a brief. Um, IG video talking about it like if you see somebody get a house at 24 years old that doesn't necessarily mean you need to get a house at 24 it might not happen till you're fucking 40 years old yeah you know but at the end of the day you got to live life at your own pace have you ever heard the story of the tortoise and the hare you know where the the tortoise is obviously a lot slower than the fucking rabbit but at the end he won because he was running his own race yeah let that story be your story focus on what you're doing mm-hmm because I, I people like measure success differently, you know, success for you could be just getting a job at Jack in the Box, you know, you know, for that brief amount of time, at least you may have not had a job and now you're doing that, mm-hmm. you know, and people, people will literally sometimes try to make you feel small for not having what they have. And a person that does that really doesn't have all that much. Mm-hmm. Like if you got a house and you use it and say, I got a house, you ain't got no house yet. It's like, uh. Yeah. No, but I'll have one and I'll be a lot more well off than you. Yeah. You know, because exactly. that's the way, you know, I'm setting things up. Mm-hmm. But yeah. You don't have to prove that to anybody, though. Mm-hmm. Just run your race. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. I think this, uh, these, these things started to arise mostly with social media, right? Because right. even for me, when, when I was in college, um, I would feel terrible that, the my you know i graduated high school in 2010 so around 2014 2015 a lot of my classmates were starting to get their <coughs> degrees and i was just feeling like yo man like yo i'm still stuck at this junior college and you right. know i haven't done anything with my life like i don't even want to visit or talk to any of my friends cuz i i'll have to tell them that i'm still in junior college but um in reality i only graduated three years or two years after most of my classmates did. And right. now we, you know, it doesn't even matter the year that you graduated. It, <clears throat> excuse me, the year that you graduated college isn't looked at like it's looked at in high school. You know, it's right. like, you know, no, no one asks me what, what year. God damn. <clears throat> excuse me. You good, man? Yeah. No one asked me what year I graduated college. You know what I mean? They just right. say like what you went to school for, or what school did you go to? That kind of right. thing. So, um, yeah, it's you know, it's, I think we we just have to like you said run our own race cuz especially when you're when you're when you're um <coughs> striving for certain successes. You know, if you're if you're a person like in our case that we're we're trying to do um we're just trying to put out content and you know, that's the the big word of 2019, content, content. And there's people that we know and we're friends with and you know that we surround ourselves with that uh that put out content that are far more successful than us financially, um just uh number wise and analytics wise, they're far more successful than us. And if we start to compare ourselves to them consistently, then you're gonna live a miserable life. Right. Because it's it's um it's it's one of those things where um you know you you could have some sort of depression associated with 
you know, your own, your own growth. And, you know, I went through that a little bit. I didn't have any depression, but just that, that sadness that, you know, a lot of my yeah. friends were graduating before me, it, right. it made me feel terrible. But once I realized, like I got to, once I got to New Mexico state, I was like, oh, this dude is older than me. And, you know, this dude just left the military and he came to school here. And <clears throat> this, this guy's been in school for, you know, a little bit past, you know, you normally graduate around like 22, 23. This guy's mm-hmm. like 25. And, you know, so it's just like at the end of the day, we're all striving for this, the same goal. And, right. you know, no matter when you do it, no matter how you get it done, as long as you do it, um, it's fine. Yeah. I just think that none of these things, none of this depression or thoughts or anything would take place if we never compared ourselves to other exactly. people. Mm-hmm. So it goes back to what we were saying earlier. Just run your race. I, yeah. um, I know I know people my age that are barely getting their college degrees. And and the word barely is wrong, actually, because there's no time limit. You could be 40 and become yeah. a registered nurse. You could be yeah. whatever age. I got a homegirl that didn't get her uh, her degree in nursing until she was like 32. So it's yeah. like, bro, it. Th- we got to stop doing this. Mm-hmm. We got to stop acting like you should be, you should have this when you're only 25 and you should have kids. I, I'm not going to say who told me this, but I had a family member tell me, you got to have your kids now. You got to make sure you have your kids now. I'm thinking like, how the fuck are you going to tell me what I should have? Yeah. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't give a fuck if I'm 41. If I'm 41 and I'm successful and my girlfriend's a little bit younger than me, let's say she's like 36 and she wants to have a kid. Let's do it. Yeah. Fuck it. Stick naked dick in her. Yeah, naked dick. She's getting naked dick all day. <laughs> Successful naked dick. That's my goal. You know. Yeah. By the time I'm giving away that naked dick, I want to be successful. Uh, yeah. So yeah. For if, sure. If I get a call of my girl saying that she's pregnant, I'm like, oh, really? Okay. Congratulations. Let's do it. Let's. You know. Congratulate. Yeah. Not even say congratulations. Though, like it. Like congratulations to us. Like we did it. Yeah. You know. I feel great. You know. You know, my pregnant wife ain't got to worry about no money. She ain't got to worry about nothing. Yeah. She ain't, we ain't got to stress about nothing because mm-hmm. I got everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if I'm giving away naked dick and I don't got naked dick money, then it's going to suck. Yeah. I, I think you should have some money to, to be giving away naked dick. Yeah. That's, you know, <clears throat> either you need money to pay child support or you need money to support your kid in a relationship. All right. Because... You know, yeah, man, yeah. People making rash decisions out here. I'm out here using condom dick, and I I got naked dick value. It's crazy, this dick is stupid. Dickalodeon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, that's uh, that's that's all I got on that, man. Just make yeah. sure um we'll mm. run these two together. Just make sure you know your life, friends, and your circle are parallel with your goals. Yeah. Reach those goals at your time. Mm-hmm. Just work diligently for them, and they're going to come a little later than other people. You know, who yeah. knows? Uh-huh. You know, two chains didn't become a, a well-known rapper until he was thirty-six years old. You yeah. know, he's somebody that that stayed steadfast in his journey and didn't give up. So let that be a lesson. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's many, many examples of successful entrepreneurs that started late in life. You know, right. it's 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 just a matter of uh, people figuring it out. Even guys like Eric Thomas, you know, he always talks about, you know, it doesn't say how long it took me to get my degree on my degree. So if you want to accomplish something, just go do it. Don't worry about what people thinking. Don't worry about being an old head in in any sense. Don't worry about, you know, just, you know, keep your keep your eye on the prize and um, 
you know, keep your blindfolders on. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right. This is the last one here. Um, this is the last topic we'll be giving you for 2019. Dang. Uh, switching gears. I'm dying um, over here anyways. Right. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> uh, Blueface, the rapper Blueface. Um, uh-huh. He was making it rain on Skid Row. He was he stood on top of his car and started throwing money out. And then you got money flying all over the place and people picking up money and and he seen no problem with it at all, right? But what he doesn't realize is, you know, first off, he's a very young man. So I mean, I don't want to be too crucial over a man that young. If he's only like twenty two, um, and he's a fucking moron. But the thing about <laughs> it is, you know, when I was younger, there's some things I could have done that were questionable, definitely. Um, so I don't want to hold him to the standard of me, me even though he's yeah. a grown man but um in his mind he probably thought he was helping when in actuality he was treating them like peasants yes you know so throwing money at people instead of actually donating or having something uh um put together where you could give people blankets and warm blankets and foods and meals and you know actually treat people with value you know mm-hmm. um and a lot of his his behaviors come from his brain being so underdeveloped that these behaviors are consistent with someone that age. Yeah. So before, before you go into it, let me um go ahead read the initial post. Go ahead from uh, DJ Academics. Okay. It says um so Eddie described it already. It's basically Blueface standing on top of an SUV, just throwing out a whole bunch of money to um to people, right? Mm. And then this is what DJ Academics said on on Twitter. It says. They say a lot about Blueface, but they never mention that he's one of the most generous rappers in the game. Here he is humbly donating $50,000 to the less fortunate. Thank you, Blueface. And yeah. I'm like, DJ Academics is fucking trolling. He's in the, I don't I don't fuck with DJ Academics at all. He's just a he's, a, he's fucking corny. And I'll go out on the record and say that. I don't I don't I don't want to him as a person is corny. Like he knows that that shit's wrong. If I took money and threw it in your face i don't respect you Mm -hmm. i'm just trying to show how big my dick is um you know from a whatever sense you know Mm -hmm. like i'm just this big guy here take this money yeah slam it into somebody's it's like if even if a girl is a stripper is dancing and you slap her in the face with money and throw it at her it's Mm -hmm. just like bro just put the money on stage like a normal person yeah you know, but even as human beings, people, everyone deserves that right. Today, there was a dude that asked me for some change and I gave him like five dollars and ones and I put the money in his hand and it fell on the ground and I picked it up mm-hmm. and put it back in his hand. I said, sorry about that and put it in his hand. Mm-hmm. I didn't just drop the money and say, oh, there it is. Bye. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I gave it from the heart. So I treated him like I had a heart. Yes. You know, you don't just throw money at motherfuckers. So with that being said, before Keith gives his perspective uh we gotta leave blueface in 2019 this nigga stupid oh it's funny um but yeah when i first seen the video um i seen the video before i seen the caption that dj academics posted and i was just like what what is going on here like why is this dude just you know making it rain out here and that we as far as like the hip-hop culture we understand what that is Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's it's not there's if he wanted to donate money or do whatever, he would have a table set up somewhere or right. some sort of like line formed around um, a certain right. area where he can just chip off everybody that walked through the line. But to just stand on top, that's just a publicity stunt. 
You know what I mean, you know, that's going to get on the blogs. I don't know who recorded it, but, you know, there was somebody around there that that wasn't picking up money, but was standing across the street and they were recording the video. Right. Um, this is one of those things that, to, to get people talking. Um, but it's bigger than that to me. Um, we got these are human beings that right. he's interacting with. And it and just the, the, the visual of it is blue face standing on top of a car. It's um, it's almost showing that he's not he's above these people. You yeah, know what I mean? Stupid. I'm standing on around a bunch of homeless people. I got a bunch of chains on, and I'm throwing money at them. And just throwing money at anybody is like the ultimate disrespect. Oh yeah, definitely. In, in any sort of like exchange of of finances, um, so like you said, it's it's just in any you know we associate like you said before we associate throwing money in that manner to strip clubs. Stupid. You know, it's a certain it's a certain um, aura or whatever associated with throwing money like that in strip clubs. So, you know, to be doing it to a bunch of homeless people is is to me, it's there's nothing cool about it. There's nothing um, great about it. You know, if he really like I said before, if he really wanted to do it, he could have done it in a in a more thought out way. And right. I don't know how sporadic this idea was, but it couldn't have been that well thought out to just say, Hey, pull over on the side of the road and hop out and start throwing money out. Nah, he was just feeling, he just feeling, he was feeling himself. <laughs> he probably smoked a gang of weed. and was like, nigga, pull over the car. I'm about to go out here and throw some racks on them, man. Yeah. And in his mind, because his brain is not developed, right? This motherfucker gets on top of a car and throws money out. Yeah. But what he doesn't realize is he needs that money. Cause he broke. <laughs> People say, "Oh, what do you mean he's broke? He's he's got a hit record, man. Look here, his music has no longevity. If he doesn't have any real investments in something legit, he's fucked. You know how many rappers just like him that had even bigger records? Now they don't get no radio play. I'm not trying to name drop and be fucked up, but Chingy is non-existent. Uh, Jaquan non-existent. We go on and on. All these artists non-existent that had a bigger buzz than Blueface in comparison to him." Mm -hmm. right and his music has no longevity okay when you listen to artists like outcast or whether it's logic or j cole or jay-z you think of longevity you think of drake these these artists have longevity their music has a, a certain amount of substance to it where you can listen to this and people are going to listen to this for many many years mm -hmm. ain't nobody listening to Blueface in the next year <laughs> this motherfucker couldn't sell tickets out in bakersfield Okay, so I'm not here to try to shit on someone else or someone else's success. He's had minor success, but he's acting like he's more than what he is. Mm -hmm. It's it's showing his lack of self-awareness, you know, and he also says something that pissed me off. Uh, Charlemagne, shout out to Charlemagne and Andrew. They uh, Andrew shows on a Brilliant Idiots podcast. They brought it up. They said uh, Blueface says something about. Lil Duval and how Lil Duval need to stick to being a comedian and stop trying to be a, a music artist or whatever else. Stick to what you know. But let's be clear. Lil Duval been making money over 20 some years doing stand up mm -hmm. and has had top out top songs in America. You know what I'm saying? Like Lil Duval has his shit down. He has longevity. You don't. Mm -hmm. You just came up on the scene. You're 22 and you're throwing <clears throat> money standing on top of an SUV. Mm hmm. Like, and you got a big dumbass tattoo on the side of your face. So when it's time to get another job, a regular job, after your shit flames out, they're going to be like, hey, that's Blue Flakes working in Target. Oh, God. <laughs> you 
You might hey. have to work at Walmart because they wear blue. Yeah, they wear blue. Yeah, you got to work Walmart. Yeah, because bro, at the you gonna have to be back in the streets being a crip if you <laughs> even a real crip. <laughs> so like, I just hate when people discredit someone when they don't even have the a leg to stand on. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that whole camp over there sucks. Like whack one hundred and blueface, both of them need to just go somewhere and sit the fuck down. <laughs> Seriously. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's my take on it, man. Yeah, I think, <clears throat> you know, whatever, Blueface, uh, more power to you. But he definitely has a lot of growing up to do. He's and I kid. think for anybody listening, you know, you just, it, it's okay to, you know, give to the less fortunate. But there's a certain way to go about it. There's a more respectful way to go right. about it. And that's the 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 most respectful way is to look somebody in the eyes and you know hand it to them right and, you know and make sure that they get it you know what I mean this nigga Eddie was throwing money at a homeless person earlier today um, and he just tried to slide that in there but you know yeah you failed but now here's the thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you're gonna give from the heart I respect that but that's not from the heart that's mm-hmm. giving from your ego you know there's gonna be a camera on you you know we live in an era where everybody has their phone out mm-hmm. right if you if you had uh, put something together like, hey, this is a blue face, blue face drive. You know, I, we won't skid anybody on Skid Row to meet here at 1 p.m. And, you know, we'll give you some warm blankets and then everybody get, you know, $200 for me or something like that. Yeah. I would say, hey, God bless blue face for doing that. But I can't give you no props, bro, because you went out like a sucker straight up. And the fucked up thing about it, too, is I know that whack 100 is a joke. And the reason why I know he a joke is because what you're doing is the dude that's supposed to be your OG got you out here looking stupid. If I'm really your OG and you really looking up to me, I'm not going to have you out here allowing you to throw hundreds of dollars out on there. I would be a better advisor, somebody you could really buy into. But instead, Blueface got a manager that is talking bad about Nipsey Hussle when he died. Nipsey has more pull in the streets being dead than Blueface. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nipsey is dead and is more well-respected and more sought after in his death than Blueface. Ain't nobody looking for no fucking Blueface. In the next 10 years, they still going to be going after Nipsey. Looking, not going after him, but, you know, following his music. You know, supporting his brand. Mm-hmm. Blueface ain't got no... What is Blueface's brand? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But that's what all I got, man. I got no more words for this guy. Um... Me and Keith got a lot of work to do in 20, and we're going to do the best we can going forward to give you more content. We don't like to speak too much on what we're going to do, but it's going to be big. We've already made a decision, or it's a collaborative effort, and that's all I can really tell you. Mm -hmm. But going forward, you're going to see something new from us. Expect something different from us. Yeah. 2020, bigger, better, more fierce. Right. I don't know. I sound like a car commercial. Yeah, you so. sound like a Ford truck commercial. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, this is episode 92, man. We appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. If you made it to the end of this episode, just know that we value you. And once we make it where we want to get, we definitely will not forget anyone who tuned in to these episodes, man. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Um, we also send our deepest and uh, I lost my train of thought. We just send our great energy out to you guys going into the new year. Make sure yeah. you're doing your best to mm-hmm. achieve the goals that you want to achieve. Yeah. Start your goals now, too. Don't wait till yeah. January 1st. Going to 2020 with some momentum, man. Mm-hmm. Go and uh, 
That's all you get from me, man. Thank you for listening to the Truckers Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K. Fings. Right here. Peace.